This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. All right, hello, and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X. Joining me today, we got everybody. Everybody's here. Sounds here. Over this, this way. It me. <laughs> we got it's Aldi, a new Aldi year. Aldino's here. Aldino wasn't here last weekend. This is gonna be mm-hmm. this is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got which which this way. And then we got, last oh, last weekend was weird. Way. I was yeah, like, was I here last weekend? Was I here? <laughs> yeah. What, is, I know. what is time? I kept having this moment this week where I was like, Oh, JP FanFest was this past weekend. <laughs> like it felt like it was two weeks ago or three it's, weeks ago it's or something. It felt like an eternity because I still have that damn song from the trailer stuck in my head. <laughs> I'll just be sitting here and unprompted my brain just goes I'm like oh my god get it out <laughs> it won't go away um, so today we're going to talk about Tokyo Fan Fest uh, before that we have a couple bits of news uh, patch 6.55 is coming up Tuesday it's here yay it's happening uh, we've got our first in-game screenshot of uh, oh god Wook Lamont mm-hmm Mm-hmm. You said it. You said it with such confidence before we started. Now that we're on camera, you're like, Ooh. Uh, English language is hard. All right. Um, great great news. English. She's wearing a hat. I was gonna. I'll do, you know, I was gonna say, especially when it's not English. Yeah. Because <laughs> her name is definitely not. I mean, I mean definitely yeah. has a different linguistic base for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I can't wait for all the times we try and say Tuli Yolal. Yeah. Oh, I know. Do you know the what trivia about her name? No. No. So her name is a calendar date. It's like the 7th of July or uh, the dawning of the 7th dawn. Oh. And, yes. So this That's is. That's cool. Because oh, I don't have it fully. I just saw it last night and I was like, no way. Is that for real? And I looked it up and it is for real. Like her name is straight up about the dawning of a new dawn. Yeah. You knew that, that they were going to do that. so cool. That's no, cool. I love it. I love it, right? So, yeah, because good. apparently in that, you know, historical culture, they named themselves after days because days were, you know, they had the calendar. This was their thing. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, that's really cool. I yeah, love that. That's, that's I amazing. I, I had not seen that. That's really cool. You know me. Uh, <laughs> I know, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you and the and the person that you are. Um, I mean, we also saw too this week that uh, the English voice actress for at least English speaking language voice actress uh, for the game is a trans woman, which is so yep. exciting. I believe from, she's Puerto from Rican Puerto Rico. Well. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. awesome. I love it. I'm very excited about her character. Yeah. Uh, we also got a screenshot here of Kryle with a paintbrush. So we'll get uh, some of that Pictomancer Cryl here in the next patch. I mean, I, who knows how much of it we'll actually see. Um, yeah, probably not much. Probably not a lot. I would. I, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how mm-hmm. much of, of what we've seen with Pictomancer so far. Spoilers, Pictomancer's the next job. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much of the um, the animations and stuff like that are based in like the new graphics update. Right. or Right? So... Um, We'll also get the uh, Gilded Aria trial. That's the one against Asura that's been at FanFest. Mm-hmm. More Hildebrand and our Cumulative Beast. I hope it's harder request. than the one that was at FanFest. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, it, yeah. it was a fight. I don't it know. It existed. Um, it's yeah. pretty. It the is pretty. The visuals are pretty. But yeah, it is pretty. 
It was um like compared to the last time that I had done a trial, which was mm. Ruby Weapon at PAX. And I think we had groups that went in. And granted, a couple of the groups that I was running with, like they were they hadn't played for a while. So right. they were kind of like coming into it. But there were like multiple wipes on that thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even like, you know, the hardest version or anything. Whereas with this one, I think we went in with a bunch of folks and a handful hadn't played for a long time and we we didn't wipe once and we just It's, it's so funny it because <laughs> you look at like the, the audience for events like that and it's yeah. like everybody at FanFest is gonna know how to play the game. But then, you know, I think back to like E3, I think it was the year they had like uh, like Tintania or something. Mm. And I'm, I'm seeing this person play and they're on Red Mage and they're just one, one, one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's a little. That's what you get. That's what you get at E3 yeah. or PAX, right? You get the people that haven't yeah. played the game before. So. You would think that it would be harder at the fan fest, but it wasn't. So okay. No. I mean, <laughs> we'll that, that said yeah. too, though, I don't. I, and I, you know, obviously, I did go to all three fan fests. I didn't play the trial mm-hmm. at all three fan fests, but NA where we played it would have been the earliest version of that fight. Maybe yeah. it's progressed since then, right? True. Pr- presumably. Um, Chad asking is if it's safe to assume the trial isn't Hildebrand. Probably. I think, I think so. That, yeah. I, I think it's probably a, a fairly safe bet. They could surprise us and then throw it in MSQ, but. Yeah. Um yeah, it'll be it'll be from either one of those. Um so that's that. Um also merch. Yeah. New merch announcement. So uh I'm gonna go with the one that's not actually on Lodestone. Uh the Growing Light soundtrack is up for pre-order mm-hmm. at certain websites. Uh CD Japan is usually where I go to because we get the bonuses that they don't give us in NA. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, that's up now. Um there's also the Endwalker art of resurrection beyond the veil, um, beyond the veil, beyond the veil. Oh, that's a typo just, on the headline on Lodestone. Nice, oops. they, they mm. put the name of the book twice. The art of resurrection beyond there. the veil, beyond mm. the veil. <laughs> CD Japan, you should sponsor us because we yeah. buy stuff from you. Look, um, yeah. Go to CD Japan to. instead, you guys. You get all the bonuses, like Fusion said, and the stuff is cheaper, and the shipping is cheaper. Mm-hmm. Everything is cheaper. Did you know right the lore book have... came with bookmarks in Japan? Yeah. Mm. Granted, you have to watch out for the the Japanese versus uh, North American release sure. on certain things like Allure Book, but mm-hmm. uh, like the Loperate cards, for example, are like 30 bucks on the Square Enix site, and you know the shop- shipping is also going to be 30 bucks yeah. on the website. On CG yeah. Japan, they are 22 and I think the shipping is like $5, yeah. coming from the same place, yeah. by the way. You mm-hmm. can, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Um, there's yeah. also... I got sidetracked because I wanted to look at something else. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. Lorebook. Uh, Lorebook comes with a little Zodiac Idol minion. Um, I believe oh, yeah. Soundtrack, I think, comes with Heidelin. I haven't seen it. It's weird because, like, it started popping up, but they haven't, like, actually announced it yet formally. Yeah, right. So <laughs> I think I think the Soundtrack is uh, is what comes with the Heidelin. Uh, yeah, I believe so. And the uh, art book is, is uh, Zodiac. Yeah. So then, also this weekend, we had pictures of this at uh, FanFest. Uh, we yeah. got the Heidelin Zodiac statue. We kind of thought this was coming. The emote's been in the game for a little bit. Um, square. I'm salty. I'm salty. Yep. Well, why are you <laughs> salty? Let's get you out of the way before I do my thing. <laughs> I'm salty about this. I just so, I want this stupid statue so bad. Mm. And I, I think I've decided I'm not going to buy it. And I, okay. I'm, I'm 
I'm devastated, but it's fine. It's not the All end right. of the world, actually. Like, it's going to be okay. Um, it's the most expensive one we've had. And I'm not that surprised because, I mean, it does have a lot of details. It has, a, like, the two large figures, like, they're half bodies. And they have the wings and everything else. But it's, like, considerably more. It's $100 roughly more than it has been in the past. So it's, like, $350. With shipping, that takes it over 400 USD for the vast majority of people. And the emote is single character, single use. And I, 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 I feel as though I've been very, like, I've seen a lot of folks getting more disgruntled with the uh, Mog Station items mm -hmm. and things. I've seen a lot of tweets recently about, you know, like, we get more updates to, like, Mog Station items than we do in the game and other stuff. Like, not to say that we don't still get gear and things in the game. Let me be very clear about that. And for a lot of it, I've been pretty even-keeled. Like, you know, they still only put cosmetic stuff on the Mog Station. It's fine as long as we're still getting, you know, a lot of other things in-game. But I have to say, this one made me feel just a little bitter. <laughs> I, I was just, I just felt bitter about this because the statue is like some people's rent for an yeah. entire month or like, you know, like your groceries or anything that you would need, like your actual life necessities. Mm -hmm. And the emo is one character. Yeah. Like, I just, I. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I I appreciate you showing so much restraint in that. That's a lot of the stuff that I wanted to hit. Uh, I'm going to be a little meaner. Square, what the fuck? $100 more than your last statue, which, by the way, started your quality issues, by the way. Yep. A lot of people returned their Omega statues. Now it's $100 more. $80 markup with the yen right now. I can import this for cheaper. For $80 cheaper for the base product. What the fuck? We'll befall you. One character emote? It's a digital item. You don't. You can't say like, oh, well, there's a supply issue. It's a digital item. How are you going backwards? You had this issue with FanFest. All the other FanFests, all the other statues, great, fine. How are they somehow worse now? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? See, uh, I, I, I'm not. I want that to be a segment. Also, the paint. Also, yeah. the paint job on Heidelin. Did you see that? Like, the, Yoshida came out and he's like, check this out. With the way that we make these, we can use like the the in-game models to do the sculpts. Why does Heidelin look weirdly buff? <laughs> the paint I job mean, on Heidelin doesn't match the in-game model. The paint job versus the in-game model is awful. I know. I'm fine with buff Heidelin. Don't get me wrong. I love a buff mommy. But like, <laughs> the, I agree that the paint, again, it, it's just, it's weird. I'm sorry, Zen, you were going to say something. So please go ahead. Oh, um, let's see. Let's see. What was it? Uh, oh, uh, the, the emote being a one character thing is precedented. Uh, sure. I'm not white knighting them by, by any means, but this is a very expensive statue, so I agree with you. Um, I'm just going to poo-poo something else. I don't like the statue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's the composition of the characters to me is boring. Yawd. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's a very good statue. is very lazy. Yeah. They're like, we're going to stick her in the sword kind of, like, it's, it's lazy. <laughs> like, if you go on Twitter when they announced this, there's, there's three groups, okay? So there's the people, and I'll fully admit, yeah, I bought this fucking thing. Like, I have all the other ones at this point. Yep. Might as well. I'm not happy about it after the fact that I, you know, I ordered it from Square Enix, which is, again, order from CD Japan. Never buy from Square Enix mm -hmm. if you don't have to. Uh, I could have saved 80 bucks. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, a small quantity of people like, yeah, I bought it. I can't wait. And then you have the people that are like, 
how is this not account wide when literally yeah. every other statue has been? There's no excuse. Zero excuse That's for this one. Yeah. I, I think it is. Yeah. I, okay. There, I'm pretty one. sure every other statue. Was I remember it, seeing was people there? argue about was Omega. Odin. Odin. Omega, Odin? maybe. Okay. Oh, it's no, why no, I said the Omega emote is account wide. The yeah. Yeah. Odin is sure. not. Wasn't it? No. I thought it pretty, was. Pretty sure. But that was also what the first one, so you can negate that yeah. off of the. <laughs> I mean, sure. uh, like I'm but, saying, there's precedence. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so dumb. Um, then you have the other people. Um, so it's like the, the majority is like account wide. What the, what the heck? And then the other people are like, yo, you need to just contract this stuff out because these look like garbage and they're not yep. worth the price. And the it's fact also, that like, that's the overwhelming majority of comments square. That should tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> Real. And apparently I'm shocked that you bought this. <laughs> I am not, too. I'm like I'm not. you, you just, <laughs> when I met fusion X Griva, he did not say words like fucking. <laughs> that's true no he did not i my, my level of care has just sunk exponentially since endwalker <laughs> sorry aldino please you were going to you were going to toss in some thoughts there in the midst of this oh no i was just gonna say that i don't believe it's persistent either it looks no. like no. it ends which is like come on people want to idle in limsa or yeah if you're on balmung the quicksands with that on like that's that's weird. All the other ones, I believe, are persistent. Maybe they're not. I don't have any of them other than Mega Flare, which wasn't a statue. I don't even know what the, the emote is. I looked at the statue and, and moved it's on. It's the, the sundering bit that she does where it she calls the out the sword and I wish they would sell them alone. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I mean, Honestly, there's so many, so many options for this, right? Like, they could sell the emote and, like... People are like, just sell the emote for like $70. Okay, first off, do not sell the emote no. for $70. Sell it as like a <laughs> premium emote, but like, sure. no, 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 no. But like, I'm not I going just... past Slepnir. Yeah. Like 24 is maximum, I say. Yeah, yeah. like, it's, it's very weird to me. And this definitely, I mean, like I said, this struck me in a really a really bad way. Whereas yeah. a lot of the other stuff I felt like, okay, there's some wiggle room and stuff like that. But I think it kind of really started to tip for me when I was looking at getting the um, Elpis flower and mm -hmm. the shipping for mm -hmm. the flower was as much, if not more than the flower itself. And I just could not justify to myself getting it. And Same. that's not even saying like, yeah, I know that you and I have talked about this, right? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Um, and I know that's not even, you know, including things like poor Canada. Canada has mm -hmm. even worse than like we do in the U.S. And with the shipping costs and the Oceana import. can't even buy it. Imagine yeah, there's no Square way. Enix is finally like, we have data centers for you, but you still can't buy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, again, I see in chat too, as we're live today, um, for any of you listening, you know, after the fact, we'll, we'll just say, you know, people are talking about this, that yeah. so many of us are like, we would just like to buy the emote. And honestly, with the statue, if they are going to be switching to making these like one character only, I just really don't see any justification for putting this emote with this statue. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want the statue and you want the collector's statue, great. Then you can dish out 400 USD for it um, and get the statue. And honestly, like, if it was $100 less and we didn't have these issues with the emotes, I would have immediately ordered it because this was the statue that I wanted for Endwalker. Mm -hmm. This yeah. was, like, what I wanted to be in the Endwalker, Endwalker yeah. collector's box. Like, this was the thing. And I was literally thinking to myself... Well, if the statue is great, then I'll get that even instead of the Dawn Trail Collector's mm -hmm. Edition because that to me yeah, feels it's going to be more like... expensive than the damn Collector's Edition, and yeah. you get and less. 
it's just like really rough, you know. Um, mm. I see in chat people saying too that it's like a hundred dollars to ship to CAD. It's like fifty yeah. some here in the U.S. And again, like immediately after, Fusion sent me a link that was like, hey, you can get it for 80 something dollars cheaper and like a fraction of the shipping through this other website. And I was like, that makes it almost more feasible to me, but mm -hmm. it doesn't change the fact that the emote is one character only. Yeah. Yeah. And when you think about like having spent so much money on a collector statue, like I want to be able to use that emote on any mm -hmm. character that I might use now in the future at any time in this game. It's I I spent four hundred dollars on yeah. it. If I if so let's, I buy let's the put whole this thing. in perspective. So. I actually looked up a yeah. couple orders in my email here. So Endwalker Collector's Edition, I spent after right taxes, shipping, whatever, two fifty six. Okay, for a collector's mm -hmm. edition. Now add like a hundred and. Whatever, like I, I spent, I ended up spending four twenty on this statue. <laughs> because because I I, I I did splurge a little bit for the extra shipping because my lore book sure. took fucking forever it to did. get here. Mine did too. Um, so I splurged. So four hundred twenty dollars for the statue. Okay, collector's edition for Endwalker, two fifty. The Omega mm -hmm. statue was two sixty, and that's where we also started having the weird derby faces. Mm -hmm. So like, but. Like collector's edition, and you get the, you get more than just the statue. You get the game. You get all the other physical items. You get all the digital stuff. There is no excuse for this price. Absolutely yeah. none. And the fact that they're reducing the digital offerings, which they do have full control of, and don't you know, Square Enix is like, well, the way that our infrastructure, well, then fucking fix it. <laughs> You're spending all this time getting trust work and doing all this graphic yeah. stuff. Fix the Mog Station. Yeah. Yeah. I love watching Sinidra's face as Fusion is just like, I am hot takes all day, spicy hot take. And Sinidra's like, yeah. Yeah. How much how much do you want to bet right now when they do announce the uh the the soundtrack? How how, how much money do we want to put down that NA doesn't get the cardboard sleeve? Oh, because that's, that's, that's always easy. up in the air. Zero. Absolutely not. They used to, they used to make it. them available for bonus reward points. Yeah. You'd have to spend forty dollars at the square. Have you looked at the reward? The, the cardboard. Like, member rewards recently there's mm -hmm. not shit in there oh, that's yeah, they reset right it too when well, they did the I new mean, shop they reset it yeah they yeah. reset that they stopped doing subscriber rewards they stopped mm -hmm. doing it's you know it, again it's not as though square enix and it's not as though 14 you know they, it's not like they've switched to a pay to win model mm -hmm. it's not as though you know they've put in some abusive gotcha system so of course like i can framework that and contextualize that do we sure. all need this statue no do we have like it, it's it's not the end of the world but i will say that like like i said for me personally i think i was holding out pretty well on the front of you know it really feels like they're starting to like inch that line forward more mm. and more and more with the monetary expectations that they're placing on the community. And I think that this stuff and a couple of the things recently have really started to actually tip me towards that side of being mm. like, I don't think this is acceptable. And I really think you need to, you need to figure this out because, um, you know, like it's just not fair to the community. And uh, it's, it's really rough to see this kind of cost burden placed on us, especially when we pay a subscription and we buy the game and we buy the expansions and we pay for additional retainer space yep. because there's still no other systems in the game, like a glamour collection or like a, and so it's, it's just, it gets to the point where, yeah, I get frustrated because other MMOs, Anything you buy with real money is account wide. Anything mm -hmm. that you mm -hmm. and to see something where it's like they would expect us to pay more money than ever for something and give us less, 
than they've yeah. given is is yeah i blame the guitar yeah. people bought that expensive guitar and they were like oh well and we have the record just player like, yeah, yeah there's a the record money. player there's the there's the dolphy dolls um yeah I mean, but yeah there's... i mean i think go ahead oh no i was just gonna say there's a 1400 dollar terra statue but that's not 14 but still uh, was it like sixteen, sixteen thousand? I don't even remember. It was, it was, I'm it was sure with shipping, it's going to be sixteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that, I think that's really what what it comes down to, right? Is that we've been around for so long that we've seen when they've had good offerings with good mm -hmm. value, and for them to like somehow go back on that, weird. What? Yeah, it's weird. It's uh, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, and they're not making anybody happy about it. No. So. Hopefully they can come back and be like, oh, yeah, no, maybe it was a typo or we can retroactively mm -hmm. fix it. Probably not, because they're if yeah. they haven't fixed it by now, that system for code redemption is a mess. Just give you a voucher on the Mog Station to download the emote whenever you feel like it on all the characters. Yeah. You, don't even you have can, to you can the see Mog who's station. bought it. You can see who's bought it. Hand out yeah. a digital code. Remake yeah. codes. And like, but then yeah. people are going to sell know. the codes and it's going to be. Infrastructure is a thing at Square Enix and that's OK. Yeah. <laughs> maybe one day they'll get better maybe <sighs> so that's that that's the statue yeah let's talk about fan fest <laughs> yeah uh oh, i so thought got, the show was over yeah right yeah, we're done <laughs> half an hour later i mean look like i love this game yep. this game is great sometimes but recently <laughs> it has been less so and it's not even like just the game it's like square enix as a company what they're doing yes and we've been around for so long. Like, we've seen stuff be awesome. Right now, it's not as awesome. And so, like, am I going to call them out on it? You bet Absolutely. your ass I am. Um, so, that's that. Uh, Fan Fest. Fan Fest uh, last weekend in Tokyo. We got the final trailer for Dawn Trail. We got the reveal of the new job, Pictomancer. Uh, we got our first look at uh, Wook Lamott, who is the female Hrothgar. Uh, if you've caught up with the MSQ, you will know her as uh, Pants or Legs? I've heard Legs. legs I've more. heard Legs. Legs? Yeah. Okay, so you'll know her as Legs. I um, call her Wife. Oh. Yeah, see, that's You call one. everybody Wife, though. Like, that's not... <laughs> not if they're oh, a husband. It's going to oh, be right. like... Thank you. Oh, okay. I have many wives and husbands. Mm. <laughs> Rook, Rook, Rook's in-game experience is like a Dr. Seuss book. It's like wife one, wife two, wife three. <laughs> Red, blue. Uh, yeah. Don't you have a, a trash can man that's neither a wife trash or a man. husband? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, he, he's a special. Man. He has a special place in my heart yeah. where the trash lives. <laughs> <sighs> so, <laughs> um, we'll, go, we'll go down this list. We do have our uh, post- um, up on mm -hmm. Gamer Escape of the uh, Tokyo keynote. I'm going to throw this up in the we... chats here. So, Are we starting no. with the trailer? Yeah, yeah, we should. Okay. Can we just take a moment? This is the most lackluster trailer end. Oh, bye. Oh, Agreed. Bye. Agreed. Okay. I, I'm still excited oh. for Dawn Trail. I, I honestly am. I am excited to go to the new world and be an explorer again. That is my jam. But, like, thinking back to Heaven's Word and Stormblood and how those trailers made you just go, or even Shadowbringers, like, freaking sure. Graha Tia's voice in your ear being like, do what you must. It's so <laughs> epic. And this one was not epic. Here's a print. Here's a paint spriggan. Please look forward to the Mario Sunshine and or Splatoon collab. <laughs> um, yeah. I think you know, for, for me. Okay. Who do, okay. Um, 
no, please, Fusion, go. I'll, you know, I'll take the time to just continue letting yeah. my thoughts marinate. Yeah. There you go. That's <laughs> um, so we had, like, we've seen a lot of this before, right? They always have a cut. And then, like, the last trailer is, like, the big whoa. Mm -hmm. So with here, we get the, the job, which they haven't not shown in trailers before, but there's more emphasis on it here, mm -hmm. right? It's the whole, like, look at crowd dancing around and all this stuff, where before it's like, oh, okay, we're going through the crystal arm. Hey, a dancer! And it just keeps going, you know? So, like, there's sure, more emphasis yeah. on the job, which is what it is. But the part that really makes me want to, like, have been in the room when they drew up the boards for this trailer is when the sprigging goes over the bridge. Sure. Because it's like, oh, we're going, there's dark, there's a bridge, oh, there's this whole other landmass, and then it turns around and comes back. <laughs> what? You're not gonna... What's over there? What well, is because that? Because they want to keep that, all of that such a secret, yeah. right? It, I mean... Is that it? Or is it like, at this point in time and development, when we need to order the CG, we have no idea what's over there? <laughs> No, I think it's that they're trying to keep it. They, I mean, they've been very like, we won't show you what's over there kind yeah. of thing. But then they and show then us got... Solution 9 and we know what's well, over there. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we will. We will. I mean, I think for me, I think the trailer is vibrant and mm -hmm. beautiful. I mean, a lot of the landscapes that we see in it are just, man, so packed with detail. I really love all of the details on the clothing of the Mamul Jaw and like the range of the kind of architecture and the landscape, the vibrant color palettes, mm -hmm. um, the sort of, you know, shifts even in like the lighting and tone from like, you know, that sort of like the nighttime with the, with the flames and everything to like, you know, the daylight and the, you know, different areas that they kind of take you to. Um, I also think that the portion, you know, where they had the added in section, right, where Kryle reveals that she's going to be picked a mancer and all that stuff. It feels so like glorious and fun and Disney-esque in a sense, mm -hmm. right? Where you sure. have this kind of whimsical, fantastical. So I like all of that because I do think that not every trailer has to be like gritty man stands in front of landscape and is like, I have to do the thing that I must do. And then it's like, uh, I don't know, angels sing in the background, like, I'll do the thing. And then he does, <laughs> like, it doesn't have to always be like that for it still to be a worthwhile adventure. But I will say this. I think out of all the trailers, this one, again, feels the less, uh, the least focused in intent, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like, yeah. I can't tell whether it's that they, again, want things to be a, a mystery for what mm -hmm. the adventure is going to be. Or if it really is something more like, yes, this is kind of um, a fun romp interlude expansion, which, again, could still be really enjoyable. Yep. Um, but it did feel very much like, you know, we know that we supposedly have this competition going on for, you know, the rulership of the land and that this fabled city of gold is a thing and all this other stuff. And I really think that all they needed to do was add in some of that framework, right. like introduce some of the people that are the competitors, introduce some of the stakes, um, have some little tidbit, like, this is gonna sound very silly, but I was thinking about, like, the trailers for the film, The Road to El Dorado, like, mm, add sure. some stuff in there, where it's like, the fabled city of gold! And, yeah. you know, you're, like, journeying through the deep jungle or something. But we don't really have that. It's, it's very vague. It's like a bunch of vignettes of characters mm -hmm. that we like, some beautiful landscapes, a hunt, the new classes, but there's nothing in there that gives a sense of the kind of focus of the energy of the expansion or the drive or the motivation it's of the It's a expansion. little erratic at that point. It's just, yes. it's kind of all over. It's like, here's Alice. now back to the Warrior of Light. Now here's a Nutkin, now back to the Warrior of Light. 
it's now here's a taco. Yeah, it's kind of all over Which the place. Which is interesting to me because this is supposed to be kind of the vacation, you know, but yeah. we're also starting an adventure. Then it really didn't. I mean, are we though? Like, Alpha was like, oh, adventure. Yeah. And Arianville's like, yo, 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 tone it down, kid. Like, so. <laughs> tone it down just a little bit. <laughs> I, I agree that I just think it wasn't focused. I think all the yeah. other ones were focused. Like, you think of Shadowbringers and you think of the fight, right? And the worry of like changing jobs and changing jobs. And like, that's cool. It's cool. You think of Stormblood and you see both of the, you see the war and you see how people live. Here, it's like, we know nothing about this land and you've given us a slice of life. And that's cool. So we kind of see what the cultures are like mixed together, but we have no idea where we fit into it. In fact, we have even less of an idea because we're fighting someone. Like, what? Are, why are we there? What, what are we doing? It, it is really interesting like that, like, Isidian's, like, yeah. going going monster hunting yeah. with, like, right? And then you have Alice's like, I caught a fruit. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, oh, look at that. That guy's about to, like, cut a fish open, I guess. That's... Uh-huh interesting and then you have a nutkin you just told us reading a book Ariandre is drinking a pineapple and we're just like we're getting lit on just fire <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's just it is there yeah, was some <laughs> there was some good fan art of like uh someone had a scene and it was everybody like ah everything's great wait where's the warrior of light and they're just screaming and running while on fire yes, I saw that. <laughs> sounds about right it's like i'm busy <laughs> someone help me please uh but yeah i mean tone it's just weird but I think the whole tone of this expansion is going to be a little weird compared to what we've been doing because yeah. it just, it's, it's so unknowable right now, which is kind of exciting, but also like, I want to know more because I want more information, but you know, it is what it is. We're, yeah. I, I think it, the, just saying unfocused. I think that's ringing with sure. you a little bit more. No, knowing like what we're going to be talking about here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe <laughs> like mm-hmm. that might be a really good, uh, descriptor sure. but so let's let's get out of the the trailer go watch the trailer if you haven't already the yeah the, supposedly the the full trailer um, yeah get your own opinion and then put it in the chat somewhere and then if it the song gets stuck in your head i'm sorry like it's it's been yeah. in mine all week well you should uh, know better it's final fantasy 14 you know that song's gonna get stuck in there it's also i mean well. i mean for them um yeah. so next up uh pictomancer so it's uh range caster um the weapon it's a brush I don't. They felt the need and to emphasize that. But yeah, and but the, a palette. But, but it didn't say palette in the in the text. It just said brush. It yeah. That's like saying Astrologian's weapon is like cards and then like well, a card holder. It's like saying but machinist it's weapon like, is a gun and a lunchbox that you can change because you can't. <laughs> right. True. Like yeah. I hope that that, that machinist be... weapon, gun, and lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lunchbox that cannot. Be I'm gonna shoot you, but first I'm gonna have a little snack. Um, Mm. well I mean it is it does raise an interesting question mm. which is that I mean to me personally right I would include both particularly in something like the brush a brush and palette it's like if you're an artist you can't Mm. just take the brush and be like with magic Mm -hmm. sure I mean yeah you can you can kind of go for it but you have the palette and that is what's giving you the paint (laughs) and like Technically, just like how you would say with Paladin, their weapon is stored in shield. Like, mm-hmm. to me, if you are offhanding something, that is a part of the weapon yeah. set. Like, we see that with the foci and the mm-hmm. rapier for Red Mage. Um, but 
they have not treated all of the accessories and kits like that in the past. Yeah. I think there was a recent interview question with Yoshida-san about the Machinist lunchbox. Mm -hmm. They were like, are you ever going to do skins for those that match the weapons? And he was like, no, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. And I was Why like, would, would it? Yeah. <laughs> I was so, I was, I was just baffled. He said something like, well, Stephanavian or whoever, I forget his name, made it for you. So that's the way it's going to look. And I'm like, yeah, but he can make another one. It's been like five years. You could put yeah. some stickers on it. Yeah, fucking <laughs> contact paper or something. I can dye it. I want like, mine to be blue. I can paint it. Why can't I like slap a sticker or something on it? Like, come on. Yeah. Cell phone cover. Why can't I hide it? Why can't I just hide it? Yeah, like that's the well, other option. Why can't you just visually disable it so that you don't see it on your character. Um, to me, I'm just like, if you have something that visually renders as a part of a weapon set, that needs to mm -hmm. be a consideration within the weapon design. Um, yeah. And I've heard some discussion about whether or not the palette is considered a part of the extension of the set. I don't know if any of you know more clarification on this, because my thought was that they will do designs for yeah. both the palette and the brush, but I actually have no idea if there was I, anything more from FanFest that... If you look at the picture from 655 and Cryl there, it's a, it's not, I don't believe it's the brush and palette that we see. It's, yeah, it's it's hard to judge. So they're, they're, the, the brush and the palette are different between Cryl yeah. and the, uh, the in-game key art that we have. Mm -hmm. But also, yeah. Cryl is kind of an exception... Yes, right? true. So we won't really know until we see other yeah. other brushes if if that's the case sure. or not. Well, we have precedents for both, so who knows? Yeah, who knows which way they'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pixomancer. Pictomancer. I wasn't here for that. So How do you feel? <laughs> hmm. I gotta go. I gotta go someplace real quick. I'm sorry. Oh no. Do you want me to start really Let's positive see, and then we can <laughs> I need to go to jail before I say this. Because I've seen a lot of people talk about it online. I like the transition. The yeah, it was good. That was slick. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen a lot of people talk about this. And if you don't like the theme of this job, oh boy, you get flamed. And let me tell you something. I like the theme. I like Drawn to Life. I have a D&D &D character that does this on plus one shot. It's true. That's a, that's a tease. You can go over there and watch. <laughs> plus the word one, the number shot the word. Thank you. Uh, gotcha. But I don't particularly like the whimsical silly feel in a job i just i don't right that's that's it i don't colors who cares artists who cares i've seen a lot of stupid takes about oh it's a job for this gender or whatever who cares that's not true that's stupid like but for me my character the way that i like to play i don't want to present as a silly whimsical any job so for me i'm like eh and it hurts a little bit more because it's the one caster we're going to get every six years. Mm. And I know, but the other casters have that style that I want. The arcane spellcaster that's kind of serious, less silly. It was time. But I guarantee you, just like I said, Yoshibi's not coming out in that costume if it's Pictomancer. Just like I said, caster's not going to be the front and center on marketing materials because it's not Man with Two Swords. That looks cool. When we go to the next expansion, it will not be the healer or physical range or whatever we get. It will be the tank if we get one. And you know that. And that's just why it, it rankles me just a little bit more. On top of that, I hate everything that was said about how it plays. Like, straight up hate. <laughs> just hate. Don't, do not like that it doesn't have a raise 
because does that mean Summoner or Red Mage will keep the raise, or do they, does it mean that no caster will have a raise? Summoner or Red Mage keep the raise, how much damage will Pictomancer have to do? Right? Those are the things that we don't know yet. But it feels like they're doing what I said they would do. I said before, there's a four-body problem now in the caster uh, section. And the issue is, you're not allowed to do damage if you have a raise. You can't. So Pictomancer won't. But it's not allowed to be as much as Black Mage, because you can. So it's going to take the spot that Summoner always took, and I hate it. I just do not like it. I think it reinforces that cast caster raise, no raise. A lot of people have been saying, well, they said it was supportive. And that's not what they said. What they said was, it has some support. It's not a full support, if that's what you're thinking. The quote is, it's not a full support, if that's what you're thinking. It will be a little less attack-focused than Black Mage and not have a raise. That's not Dancer. A little that's less attack-focused than Black yeah. Mage is. Uh, you have a shield, maybe. Right, yeah, a little less attack-focused. A little, a little yeah. like, yeah. boost to people. Or... Had they said a little less attack-focused than Red Mage or Summoner, then I would be with people saying, oh, it's a Dancer. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But this seems like it's set to be in that second slot, and everyone else is going to stay where they are. I just do not like that at all. Yes, as a summoner, but as a caster main, like, I really do not like that. There has to be, in the caster section, a ninja to Black Mage's summoner, or samurai, if you get my meaning. Samurai is, you know, it's selfish. Ninja has a bunch of support, but I wouldn't call them a full support, and they're less focused on damage than samurai. Why is it that we can only have one job in the caster section where there's ninja, dragoon, reaper, monk in the melee section? So I just, I don't like what it seems to do, but whatever, it's a job and I'll try it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's, oh, but in the moment, this would have been a very spicy show because I was very, very mad. I'm kind of sad we didn't get to see you go oh. full aggro. You're always so even keeled. Like, I would have really loved oh. to see it, honestly. I would have loved a cottagecore green mage so much more. My oh, goodness. I mean, so, you know, it is what it is. People like it. That's fine. They completely faked us out, too. They were like, look uh, at it. It's a clover. Teehee. Yeah. It's a fucking clover in the way it's like Lucky Charms. And now we're going to spit <laughs> flowers out of a Spriggan's button. You yeah. know? Yo, but if it's yeah. Lucky Charms, at least we get marshmallows. I mean, that's true. That's true. Yeah. She is wearing I'll, the earring, though. I'll bring a little counterbalance. Yeah. I'll bring a little counterbalance Jeez. here, which is that I love this design. I just I'm excited about it, um, mostly because I, I honestly I don't disagree with literally anything that you're saying. Like 100 percent. I agree with you, uh, like Charles, so much. I mean, yes, it's not the kind of caster that aesthetically is going to appeal to a lot of folks. It is very whimsical mm. it is very out there um and uh it really does kind of push that sort of um light-hearted fantasy element a lot and i also completely agree with all the observations that you've made particularly about casters I and mean, we've talked about it in a lot of previous episodes mm. we talked about it when we did our kind of um end game summary roundup of like various content uh which was such a great episode um, and a lot of the things like the two minute window and other things that the community has been talking about a lot, we really covered in more detail there. So there's a lot, there are issues with like how the classes are designed right now. And Caster in particular has been in kind of a weird spot um, because they just never seem to know exactly what to do with it. So I think in those regards, um, I too was a little bit like, oh, we didn't get much about how it plays. Mm -hmm. And what we did get was sort of weird and vague and middle ground. Like they weren't committing fully to one thing right. or the other. 
But all of that aside, um, I am really excited to see this aesthetic and to see them pushing the boundaries of their effects and, you know, the visual identity of classes because Two Sword Man is very cool. And sure, I already have a character that I'm like, that would work great. And aesthetically, that'd be fine. But, you know, I did have the thought as we were looking at it. I was like, well, that's a very safe design. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm, where sure. it's just like extremely just some mild effects on it from what we've seen. You do cool thing. You stick the swords together. Like people are going to look at that and be like, ooh, okay. But for me, I'm always the kind of person that I'm like, if we're in a fantasy world, give me something. Like, do yeah. something cool with this. Give me something distinctive, memorable, fun. Push the concept, push the design. So I honestly feel like we got a great balance of that slightly more, like, conservative, mm -hmm. streamlined, aesthetic design and this kind of whimsical fun. And I am glad that they went for it. Because is it going to be on the front of all the marketing? No. But does it give Final Fantasy something where it's like, this job is not something you are going to see repackaged in every single game that exists because everybody like two swords or like, you know, no, mm -hmm. like this is something that's going to be really unique and it does have a history within the game. Yeah. And, you know, however people feel about the actual graphics themselves for it, um, mm -hmm. I was just excited to see something that stood out to me and felt distinctive and that was them taking a swing at something. And yeah, so just... I'm excited. Go. I just know they'll never take that swing on the melee side. You're never going to get a juggler. No, you're never going to get a juggler. You're never. <laughs> really, gonna you don't think we'll ever get like mime? Uh, yeah, for range. You, you don't. You don't sure. think that 8.0 will go to Maricidia? Will get like a, a draconic rune fencer and a juggler? You don't think that'll happen? I'm ready uh, for a corsair a and juggler. Yeah, they could. They could make so many great Dragon Ball jokes, though. I know they oh could, but they're gonna make it God. range physical. It's the reason why, if there was a Blitzball job, it would be range physical. If there, if there are more whimsical jobs, I really don't see them putting them on melee. I, ju I just don't see it. Yeah, and that it's it's just cultural with Japan in general. Like sure. that's just the way that they are, and it really sucks when it's the job or the type that you like. And they're like, well, you're the only ones allowed to be whimsical. Oh, come on, man. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But I think... I, I like... Go ahead. I, I, I like it. Uh, I can't see, like, actually sticking to playing with it. I don't necessarily like the aesthetic, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I do like that uh, it's got Realms design, because I like six. I want to see more six stuff. Sure. Um... I feel like they weren't very thorough with what they told us about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's mm -hmm. just me. Yeah. Um, I I hope that it doesn't have the the painty paint effects on everything because mm -hmm. it's it's just kind of sloppy and weird. Yeah. But it is. I mean, it is different. Um, mm -hmm. I think that it really stands out from everything else, almost yeah. to its detriment. I think that's a lot. A yeah. lot of what people are having an issue mm -hmm. with. But I don't have a problem with it. Like, so what? <laughs> Yeah. Who who really cares? It's not hurting anybody, and yeah. if it's it's it is going to be a thing that lots of people do like and enjoy and have been waiting for. And I don't know. I just I don't I don't have a problem with it being there because it's it, it is maybe more a, a little bit niche, but mm -hmm. there are a lot of people in that niche going. There's not really anything that fits me. Ooh, right now yeah. they're excited now. So like give give them something they want. Maybe I'm saying this as someone who uh, recently they were like hi. 
Are you a support? Did you want a character that dances? Did you want those two things together? Here you are. I was given something directly that mm-hmm. I wanted. So like, I'm excited for the people who are in that same position I was in sure. four years ago when they were like, here you go, silver platter, paint some shit, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was still a... I'd be livid. Yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's a huge community even um, for, for art in the mm-hmm. 14 yeah. community. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And, it's going to be great for them. And a lot of, like, just looking at the art of, of some of these these precious members of the community, it's it's silly, it's goofy, and I'm betting that they are loving mm-hmm. this this job. So, like, congratulations, everybody who is looking forward to this <laughs> job. I hope that it's fun. Yeah, I think, I think thematically, like, if they were going to introduce a class like this, this is probably the best expansion to do it right now yeah. because it's like, oh, it's we're on time. a vacation and it's whatever, uh, you know, which is okay. You know, it is what it is at this point. Who knows what kind of other tones it may shift to eventually. But um, yeah, like I think it's I think it's fine. Um, I think that I do have the worry. And again, like, you know, ever since they introduced Crystal in Conflict, right, we saw them push job identity a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first, I PvP, think, but... I think this is the first like PvE version yes. of that that we're seeing. Um, and we also don't know what kind of job changes we're seeing for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be that maybe just everything is just gonna go nuts. Probably not. There might be yeah. a thing here or there, right? Uh, we know Astro and, and Dragoon are gonna get a little bit of a rework that may have some more of that kind of stuff. Um, I'm praying to Highland for you. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll I did want to pull uh, a comment from the chat that I thought sure. was was very good mix mentioned i wonder if this kind of class design is them appealing to a possible incoming younger player base and while you know i i who knows we haven't heard them talk about it specifically uh but we do know that square enix has recently created their own splatoon competitor and we do know that i mean there is a huge demographic of young gamers right um and there is a real sense with an, any long-term game or franchise of how do we bring in the next generation or next wave of players into the game. And, I mean, it's not to say that I, I don't think that the rest of the Final Fantasy franchise has enough basis for this class that this was them being like, this one's for children. Like, mm-hmm. there is a yeah. lot of whimsy in these yeah. games. We have Moogles. We have giant chickens that we ride around mm-hmm. on. Like... Some of the games push that cutesiness more than others. Like that kind of whimsical, adorable, magical mm-hmm. world is something that is very present in Final Fantasy as a franchise. Um, it just it kind of depends on what game you're playing, how they packaged it, how they parceled it, or how that art style communicated it. Um, but this definitely does feel like it could be something that, yeah, it might catch the eye of a younger audience. And I don't know if that's a bad thing. I don't think it is because I no. remember how pivotal, um, you know, some gaming experiences were in Final Fantasy for me as a young player um, and as a young gamer. Um, and, you know, of course, like everybody, every kid's going to appeal to something different. And I don't know if the rest of Final Fantasy as a whole is exactly something that like a ton, like Final Fantasy 14, I should say, yeah. is something that like all young gamers are going to be flocking to like they flock to Fortnite or like they've, you know, yeah. flock to other games. Right. Um, because it is pretty dense and, you know, it's a big sprawling yeah. MMO and there's a lot of other considerations that like, no, this game is not like designed for children per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be appealing to a younger audience. And I think that's a, a great point. It's an interesting point. I, yeah. I would I would counter that and say that it's more designed for the long term fans, the people that did play and love six. Um, sure. 
but I mean, you could you could see it either way. Um, I I'm one of those people who was like realm. What is her? Mm, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna use her. So see, like even <laughs> all the other whimsical stuff, like Queena. Nah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I I mean yeah. So so what was I saying? Um, I I the aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very showy. The the graphics. Yeah. Like it, it looks cool, but I I am like obviously you could turn off effects from other players and stuff, but I am yeah, I am a little bit worried about the potential for clashing. Um, sure, but um, I think in terms of like gameplay, we kind of got like they they showed some gameplay, right? It looks like it's probably gonna do some combos yeah. and stuff, and it'll build up to like a landscape thing. It really um, feels like they're building with picking what colors they use and then spending with the it could, landscape. It, it could Maybe. be it could be ninja caster ninja with paint yeah. paint paint yeah. jutsu. Gosh, that would have been cool for something that, you know, kind of summons thing. It'd be yeah. awesome. I mean, look at it, you know, look at it this that, way. This was a, a, t- a question I did actually raise while we were mm-hmm. watching this. Do you like scarves? Because <laughs> Summoner AF gets scarves. I don't know if that's like, I, if, see, if that makes Summoner you happy. AF is is a banger right now. Okay. It's, okay. It looks really good. I like it a whole lot. It's just. The gameplay of Pictomancer is the thing that I am most sure. on the fence about. Because they've said it does long casts and then it has instants to move, which is like a Black Mage. That's not any different than Black Mage. But Summoner was that. And then they decided to change it. Yeah, That's what I have. a. I disagree with that. And now, instead of maybe putting it back, they can't. They have put another job there, which will have that playstyle, which I, I, as a Summoner, I don't like. But, I mean, if, if history's taught us you know, anything, though, they'll redo Summoner at some point well, in the next few yeah, years. Yeah, they will. They certainly will. <laughs> and Pictomancers, please don't tell anybody you like it or else they might change it. <laughs> I'm kidding there. That's just that's just salt. But yeah. Oh, boy. Har, har, harsh. It was also really interesting, too, when they announced this. Uh, Yoshida also went on kind of a, a, a oddly long speech where he's like, yeah. And so, like, if you've played this, you know, seen this job in other games and other languages, this is what we're using uh, going yeah. forward. And I'm like... I don't know why this particularly matters, but okay. Like, is Final Fantasy 17's main protagonist going to be a Pictomancer? Like, why are we addressing this right now? Like, it's so odd. It felt like to, to head the, like, deep, deep nerds off this of the was, this was This was yeah, the Lalafelt yeah. shins of this keynote for me. Yes. It, it, and it we had Lalafelt so, shins. I know. Yeah. It feels so textbook, unnecessary, yeah. square enix. Like, mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, in a way I almost find it endearing, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, I just can't imagine almost any other gaming company being like, ah, yes, we'll take time out to make a note about yeah. German localization of the, <laughs> of the Pictomancer job title. So like, I get why they talked about it, but I will say, and we'll talk about this with the greater FanFest reveals as a whole, I feel like they had the room to talk about something as unnecessary mm-hmm. about that because there wasn't a lot of other substance to what we got Just from not. JP FanFest. So, I, I mean, I also understand them, yes, like trying to, I think they were trying to head off mega nerds at the pass and kind of just be like, hey, this is a thing, we acknowledge it, we realize it, we can have this on record acknowledging mm-hmm. it, but we're changing it. Um, but like you said, I can't imagine other games moving forward having a ton of Pictomancers in them or anything. Yeah. And it's it's sort of one of those things where I felt like they, yeah, just kind of had the luxury of having the time to just mm-hmm. say it because yeah. there wasn't a lot of other st- uh, in-depth stuff they gave us. There was um, one question about Pictomancer from the chat, and it was, can I play this 
if I don't draw well? And I'm like, you could just not look at that question. You could just look at another question and answer that one. Cause that one literally helps no one. And they, you know, and then they go into the, what is it? Uh, like duplicant or whatever. And maybe he said it because it's going to change bravely default. Maybe there's picked mm-hmm. answers there. Mm-hmm. And if that changes, people are going to be like, was it final fantasy? Yeah, it was, it was, it was Yoshi P's fault. You could be mad at him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it is like they had no substance. And then, I believe right after that was the no launch date talk. Yeah. Right? So I think like as a whole, and obviously we'll we'll kind of dig yeah. into everything they did announce. But yeah, like kind of overall, um, it it was what you would expect, which isn't a bad thing per no. se, right? In an MMO that needs to have steady releases of content, um, but there also wasn't any like oh, like there was kind of like a huh. But I don't think there was a whoa. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, let's just let's just let's just go. Um, so we got um, a couple of preview videos, right? We got a, a dungeon crawl video. We got an area mm-hmm. crawl video. Um, I mean, the areas look really cool. There's a uh, there's this yeah. kind of foresty area that looks like they kind of like took the silfwood and like dialed it up to eleven, which which looks mm-hmm. really cool. Um, there's some more Wild West, which people are mixed on. Um, but then to me, you the, have... the forest with the mushrooms screams like Underdark, but they took it mm. out of the cave and put it on sure. the surface. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, and then you you have Wild West with a train, which is cool. Trains, yay. Um, She's like, no, not that. I don't care about that. I don't care but, about that at all. But but we're getting to it. Fusion, can... Fusion loves <laughs> trains. I don't know I'm working you know. up to it. God, give me a minute. Um. But then over said little Wild West train village, you have You're the big me. <laughs> purple pizza <laughs> in the sky. So you have absolutely <laughs> not inspired by Final Fantasy VII area. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, Giant Purple Future City was not on my bingo card for, mm. for this expansion. Um, I mean, we so, knew they were hiding something. Like they're they're I mean we were hoping but like so they they mm-hmm. showed towards the beginning of the keynote they showed the world map right in the trailer right I talked about yeah. the bridge and this whole other area but then they don't like keep going which felt weird um, mm-hmm. but we got a world map reveal it's not just the one continent for for uh, Tural it's, it's not two just South because America. it's it's North America and South America um, and on the north part there's just like this little glowing purple bit and we're like. What is that? And well, it's a giant purple future city. <laughs> it's called Solution Nine, which obviously mm-hmm. instantly raises the question: What were Solutions One through Eight, and whose solutions were they, and for mm-hmm. what? Um, obviously, if you don't know, uh, Solution Nine was one of Zidane's limit breaks in, in FF Nine. Yep. Um, this one is spelled out and. N I N E. I keep seeing like mm-hmm. people. Let's talk about solution nine. The number. I'm like, that's not how it's spelled, people. <laughs> um, there's there's like a, a carousel there. They have a, a carousel with horses. Um, there looks that like was a, such a weird detail. There's, there's, like, there's, like, <laughs> no. a, there's like a shopping mall. I feel like this is just like this is like future future role play hub or something. Like this is yes. that's you all know this what's is. Super bummed me out. I don't remember if I mentioned this or not. Uh, for a while, I've been really like tired of the gear they've been giving us because it's it's been oh. very futuristic especially like the this is where it stuff. came from yeah <laughs> we got it from i mean the i guess so mm-hmm. but man if we're not gonna get some more now yep. yeah that's for yeah. sure i mean i this probably was the biggest mm-hmm. 
oh moment of all of JP fan fest. I, I would agree. Yeah. The the cyberpunk reveal was not what I was expecting. And I am very curious about it because mm -hmm. I mean the visuals that we saw are pretty bonkers. Like mm -hmm. they're pretty ridiculous. And I listen, I will always be the person that I like, you know, I will be a proponent for push your designs and what you're doing. You know, do something big and interesting and like don't be afraid to expand what your world encompasses rather than trying to just like keep everything you know like exactly the same forever for all mm -hmm. time um and i i am really curious about this i'm very curious i don't know like there's been a lot of speculation is it something from the ancients people have been talking about you know it looks like one of the sigils of um, mm -hmm. one of the uh, ancients might be involved yeah. in it. Um, it seems like, you know, there's all different things. But like, but could it also just be a modern civilization that pushed technology to some kind of aspect like this? That would be really cool as well. Could it have something to do with some of the alternate universes or the space travel or all the it's, aliens it's the, we have the on the planet? The, the, the shard that got thunder calamitied and they Did rejoined. It's possible. Yes. This is a silly question specifically mm -hmm. for Fusion. Did you guys see the third Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Did I see a Marvel movie? Are you for real? That's right why I now? said it's a silly question, especially yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, I even watched so... Echo. I regret it, but I watched it. Oh. <laughs> yes. It's not good. Uh, anywho. Uh, the, the name Solution 9 immediate, immediately made me think of the guy making civilizations in uh, High Evolutionary. Yeah. Mm, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many possibilities. Mm -hmm. And Fusion, I actually love, I had not thought of yet the shard that was merged in from the Lightning Calamity. Because I, we do that, see that's not my original idea. I did see somebody put that out there, but I, I do love it. But it's a great that. idea because yeah. we see that almost all of the technology there is powered by what appears to be lightning ether and lightning yeah. aspected ether with the purple and the purple crackling energy and all the other stuff. So And the train. Yeah, like there's a yeah. possibility that it could be a remnant of one of the other shards that is still there that merged into I, ours. Yeah, I, it's got to have shown up semi-recently, I think, because you look at like, and obviously when you have an expansion for an MMO, there has to be a little bit like, oh, that's been there the whole time? All right, sure, we'll go with that, <laughs> I guess. But like to have something this technologically advanced um, and to have like Wild West Train Town right underneath Right? Like, yeah. that seems weird. So, like, there's got to be something going on with that. And and I think for me, like, when this popped up, um, obviously with Dawn Trail, we'd know, we've known before, right? Oh, it's summer vacation. We're going to go to the New World. I'm like, eh, that's fine. But now seeing this, I'm like, okay, so there's something else going on besides, like, we're going to yeah. find the Lost Temple and the Nutkin's going to get his golden nut and it's going to be great. Um, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like actually like a little, yeah, thank you. Um, mm -hmm. but like after seeing the video for solution nine, I'm like, I'm actually like a little intrigued now. Like sure. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to Don trail more after seeing just this area. So they're mm -hmm. good. <laughs> Please make me excited about the expansion. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. I can't wait to see what the, the, the details are. Behind I, this. I love the design. I don't, yeah, I don't really care about clashing and whatever we had Amarat, which was for a different reason. Like, if they had shown us that before Shadowbringers, we'd have been like, but why? <laughs> and that's the only thing that I don't like about this. Don't tell me yeah. that it exists. Why yeah. did you tell me? Let's be a huge surprise. Why?
I mean, at I mean, this uh, point, the, the only really like because they didn't have enough to share. Yeah, I think I so. Mean, that, well, there's there's that you could make the argument that they know that there's some people like me out there that just sure, need that a little bit reason. of extra something. Sure. Um, it, it is disappointing in the sense that I think right now at this point, the only thing that we haven't seen area wise is like the golden city but we obviously that's gonna be in there like we know it's like we, obviously well, we also don't yeah. really know how much we sure. have or haven't seen right like yeah. it, we, we we have no idea how it all kind of and they, actually they still did edit some and, stuff yeah. out of out right. of the uh the concept art that they showed for this so yeah and mm-hmm. i mean it's very interesting like right now with where we're at i feel like don trail is just kind of a it's a big question mark which is mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I right. think we, you know, especially with JP FanFest and now having come through all three FanFests, I do think we could have had some more tangible stuff or new features or things like that. But there's also a real distinct possibility that we get into Dawn Trail and we're just like, holy butts! And like, whatever mm-hmm. they've done in there is very unexpected because we just didn't get a lot, you know, like we didn't know everything and we didn't have a bunch of step-by-step information about it. And even with this peak of Solution 9... Um, I can't help but feel like they wouldn't have shown it if they felt like it gave it all away, um, because they've been very yeah. careful about that in the past. So yeah. it does leave me just kind of like wondering, yeah, like where does this all culminate? And I have to say, I uh, was really excited after seeing like a lot of the Zone Tour stuff because mm-hmm. I think the only you all know that I've got my my one hot spicy take is how much I truly hate the desert areas. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the moment that they showed old timey, like they were like, oh, we're going to North America now. And then they were like, it's Yeehaw Cowboy Land. I was like, I hate <laughs> everything about this. Yeah. Like, yes, more brown wood buildings in a brown desert. Revolutionary. Yes, excellent. Not even in the old times were the buildings this boring. Literally, architect, they used paint. They had a lot of... (laughs) They used paint. That's the quote. (laughs) We're going to North America. Quote, they used paint. It kills me. It's like... not everything has to be like it's the old west or some old. But it could be magic paint miner. now. We have Pictomancer. Like it doesn't have to True. be like an old minor desert town for cowboys. And it's like they built all the buildings out of plain wood planks. And like, like not even in those times was that it's the like, full range. And like wealthy yeah. places would have actual like architecture and they would paint the buildings. And there was like, you know, it, it's just like. It's not it's not something I get excited by, mm-hmm. but moving through that and having that stark contrast between that and solution nine was really exciting to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I mean, like, I think it's going to be, again, a lush, gorgeous world to explore. I'm so excited about a lot of the snippets that we've seen. And I'm really curious, especially with all the graphical updates and mm-hmm. like the lush foliage and everything else. I think it really is going to be so gorgeous. The like waterfall zone. I still can't get enough of it. I just think that looks stunning um and i'm so curious about all of that let alone yeah whatever the city of gold actually ends up kind of being or Mm -hmm. what that whole environment is like because that's been one that we've heard mentioned time and time again but haven't seen anything of so i am so curious about how it's going to come together um and even if right now like there's some ambiguity in our knowledge of what we think you know okay well Mm -hmm. what's going to be driving us or what's going to be motivating us um i think there's a possibility to be really surprised by it and really excited by it so i'm like We'll see. I'm ex- I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, there's oh, a, a couple. Closure. Okay. 
No, I was just going to say, I was blinded by rage at this point, so I didn't even care about this reveal. I did not watch the rest of the keynote. One, because I had to go someplace. Well, that's why I wasn't on the show. I had to go yeah, someplace, I mean, that's, that's right? fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're doing but Sonic. As soon as that happened, I was like, let's just go. I was, I was done. <laughs> I was absolutely done. This, it's good that I was not on the show. It's a couple uh, of comments from the Shadow Underpool. One says maybe Station yeah. 9 is the Golden City. Yeah, it could be. Or they thought it was. And I don't know. It looks purple. Gold, gold isn't usually purple. I don't. I mean, this could yeah. be fantasy gold. Um, and then somebody Maybe also the, mentioned. Uh... Mm-hmm. Go, go, go. Uh, they also, somebody also uh, mentioned that we are still going to have uh, uh, field ops. Uh, so we'll have a new yeah. zone. Mm-hmm. Which, right. And again, that idea that we still haven't seen the Golden City. Square Enix. Thank you for bringing back open world content like that. Do not make it just another old ruin. We just had that in Boja. <laughs> we just had that in Boja. Don't bring it back to make it the same thing, but gold with better textures. Um, Golden, Golden City is actually the uh, Plank Town, Plank Cowboy Town, because they, mm-hmm. they do the, the mining, the panning yeah, for gold that's right. there. It yeah. just get really, really old west for them. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. my, the the my Gold original... City is actually just a dungeon. Yeah. yeah. No. Alamigo. Uh, <laughs> no, my original bad joke was uh, Solution 9 is the answer to Problem 9, the Plank Town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be it'll be very interesting. And as somebody brought up in chat too, um, we did get a look at the like character composition poster art for mm-hmm. the expansion. Yes. And between the trailer and all these little peaks and everything, there are at least three NPCs that we know Nothing, nothing about yet. We haven't seen in any yeah. of the stuff. We were um, like, who is that? Is that a familiar friend? Nope. And like, in that In that moment, Yoshi P is like, by the way, you don't know who these people are. Mm. Ah. I know. And like, that's <laughs> exciting too because we have no idea how they fit in. Um, and I, I have been laughing very hard at a lot of the memes that have been going around where it's like, ah, yes, uh, everybody, welcome. Uh, here we all are in the Final Fantasy XIV, you know, creative room. So we have a new expansion coming out. So let's like make a, let's make some art for it. What should we do? Oh, oh, brilliant. No, yeah, we'll put a mysterious white woman at the top. Yeah, put her right up there. <laughs> I, you beat me to it. I was going to throw that she in there. She stands out so weirdly. Yes. I I love it. There's been so many theories um, mm-hmm. about her even possibly being Ash, uh, maybe having fled over here um, in the fall of Dalmasca and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, being able to be, be returned with the rebellion mm-hmm. and everything that we knew was kind of happening. We were with told Fran. we'd get more Ivalice. And, you know, who knows? Maybe if they're going to do something like that with more of the ex- like the uh, exploratory zones or for mm-hmm. a future expansion. I don't know. Um, but, it, yeah, very mysterious. We have several figures there that we know nothing about. And we're not sure where they fit in in the grander scheme of culture. Yeah. Sorry, I just I just saw chat. Does anyone think Yoshi P is trying to soft launch the Mommel Jaw as a playable race? Fuck no. No. <laughs> no I wish, no. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool. I would love to see that. Oh, but... it'll never happen. I mean, never in a million hear... years. He said, this is the last race unless you change my mind, basically. Right? This is what he said about it. They couldn't even <laughs> so. figure out hats and hair. You want them to make Mommel Jot? No. Oh, no. Sorry, I don't, mean, I don't mean to be mean, but just, no. No, no, no. I mean, we will get to, yeah. um, we'll get to the race It'd reveal and stuff, too, but um, yeah. yeah, no, and I mean, Levi brings up a good point in chat as well, which is that, um, have we ever seen one of the tribal races featured so heavily in the marketing? No. And mm-hmm. I really love that we have both Wukla Mat, um, you know, the more kind of uh, 
bestial playable race, mm -hmm. right? And then we do also have so many Mamul Ja as well. Um, I think it's it's great. Like I, I love that they went for that because I, I, it does give yeah. it a balance. Yeah, I, I think for me the artwork. I I I don't know who this white woman is. It, it's so weird. No and one it, does fusion. It's well, and it's <laughs> it's also not expected. Like if you look at something like, I mean, uh, previous expansions, right? We've had Reen, we've had Lise. Uh, even even mm -hmm. Eleven, Eleven's thing was like, okay, here's the new like sure. teenage female protagonist, right? So that's not <laughs> new, but like, I already have my theories about what's what's gonna happen. I think Mamul Ja, dude, front and center here. He's the pure blooded son of of Galul Jaja because we know Wakalamat is the daughter, well, adopted yes. daughter. So that's the division. Yeah. It's adopted daughter versus pure blood getting the 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 title, right? Sure. I think that's what it's gonna be. Um, but then you have like random woman at the top like she doesn't strike me as somebody that's like i'm from solution nine because she's a lot more like toned down kind of sure like she's not you know she's not wearing like glowing goggles or something so yeah I was like yeah i don't know i don't mm -hmm. know what's going on with that it's, it's yeah, interesting I mean, if if we say solution nine is part of another shard then i would i don't want to see it but it would make sense that she may have been an oracle of light from that shard right mm -hmm. that's the first thought that i had was Ah, okay. New She's related to Solution Nine by being basically their leader. Um, that would be interesting, you know. So, so what you're saying is, with with Solution Nine, we'll also get Minfilia Three. Yeah, basically. <laughs> if it's uh, from another shard, it would make sense. <laughs> it could make sense that she helped them live. Why Heidelin sure. didn't tell us that would be very confusing. But that's not okay. enough time. Not enough yeah, time. Not enough time. <laughs> I don't have time to explain. Please kill me and save the universe. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Well, I mean, that's we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll um, have to see. There's a lot of there's a lot of questions still. Yeah. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Gulljaw is both that guy's mom and dad since he's got two heads? Mm. We do not I know don't, how Gulljaw. I don't think it's going to go that way. I think it could be a funny tale of like one head is the adoptive father of Wakalamat, and then the other is like the physical, oh like biological <laughs> father of the mom. I hope that's I think it could be something really stupid. I love Moose Moose's theory back at NA FanFest was that the the thing that's going to have the scions divided it is which head of Galul Jaja we want to rule. Yeah. And I'm still gonna, I like that. I think that's stupid and funny, but I'm going to play off that just a little bit more. And I think, I think that's mm -hmm. what it's going to be. I think that's what it's going to be. I still, I have no idea who, who the cat guy is. Or who this this other woman is? Nope. Maybe she she lives in the Golden City. Good. Maybe I mean yeah. Again, we have no idea. So it's it it should be it. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions, mm -hmm. but we did get to see a little bit more, um, at least of the landscapes and things. And we'll <laughs> That's get... not how conjoined twins work at all. But these are fantasy conjoined twins. <laughs> They're totally different. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll just have to see. I mean, I I will say I was excited and caught off guard by Solution 9. Mm, yes. And that I definitely felt like I needed something that just felt unexpected. You know, one of those things sure. where I had a moment where I went, oh, oh, okay, all right, let's see where this takes us. And I think that was really effective because uh, it definitely was not in line with what I was expecting. Mm. And we also saw as well some of the content that they announced after that. Things like the eight-man raid, right? The Arcadian. Um, very much looks like it's going to be involved with Solution 9. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, interesting. Right. That's why I'm bummed about year. <laughs> yeah. That raid gear is it's... definitely going to be RGB. 
It's, I it's mean, rough. I'll be excited about it. I love RGB yeah. and I love the cyberpunk sets they put in. So it's, I mean, it's, it's rough, right? Like everybody has their own taste. Like for me, mm-hmm. like I, I wasn't crazy about a lot of the, uh, like Stormblood gear, but a lot of people loved it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's this case where it's like, I don't mind the future stuff. I, I, I realize we're in for like a heavy helping of it, yeah. um, which all right, like I'm sure it'll be cool. Uh, it's I think it'll please a lot of people oh, that what? do like club venues. <laughs> those, the, are the, yeah. those are the if people the game, that are gonna like this the most. If the players. like savage and and mm-hmm. dungeon gear is uh, is cyberpunk and the map gear goes back to fantasy, I'll be fine with that. Sure, yeah, yeah. that'd yeah. be good. That'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, I'll be the first person to admit that my taste in Final Fantasies runs to the fantasy element. I like the fantasy mm-hmm. side of it. I, you know, in whatever range they do that, uh, 12, that entire style is my, mm-hmm. one of my favorites from all of Final Fantasy. Um, so this isn't necessarily something that's normally to my taste, uh, but it has been very interesting seeing the community have so many discussions about whether or not they feel right. it's appropriate to 14. Because as mm-hmm. we talked, we even touched on this earlier in the podcast, like we have always had science fiction in oh. Final Fantasy oh, yeah. and in Final Fantasy fourteen, with yeah, the yeah. literal first cutscene of you know, like there's there's Magitech all <laughs> over. We have space alien dragons. We went to the moon and beyond. We have a giant spaceship. Like there's Alig existed as an mm-hmm. empire, and it was a mega high tech. So like we've always had this in the landscape. This is no different. It's just that mm-hmm. perhaps it looks more recognizable specifically to other genres right now, like cyberpunk. That you know have been in the sort of public mindset, um, but yeah, I hope we get a good balance of gear because I, they usually do. Um, but I, I think that it would be nice to just have like a good range because we're going to a lot of diverse places, mm-hmm. and yeah. this is just one spot we've seen. This is yeah, I've I mean, never had a. Go. I was gonna say the, oh, the... Uh, you. I'll do it. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never had a problem with that. And the other thing is, sufficient technology is indistinguishable from magic, right? Mm-hmm. Like. You go back in time, you go to the 60s and just show a cell phone. They'll be like, what is that? That does not. How does it talk to things like that's not a thing we can do. So like, whatever. It's just very, very advanced magic. If you think Aether's not involved in that, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you come have, on now. You come from a place where technology and magic are two different things. I come from right. a place where they're one and the same. Exactly. <laughs> that's Thor, if anybody doesn't know. Oh, my gosh. Um, I just, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we also got a peek at dungeons, um, and this is just, yeah, like there's, there's such a, there's like a, like a painted with a wide brush comment we could make here where it's like, we have this kind of cool glowy mountain thing, and then Mm -hmm. we have solution nine, and then we have like waterfalls and then like ancient temples inspired by like American, like civilizations. Like it's just, there's so much different stuff going Mm -hmm. on here. That that's what I was thinking when we talked about how the trailer didn't feel focused. This expansion feels a little all over the place in some regards because mm-hmm. it's just it's such a wide variety of different things, um, and obviously the narrative will will pull this together. So like, I'm really curious and intrigued by like how they're gonna do that. Um, the other thing going past that. Um, the slice of life content that wasn't mm. quite ready to be talked about at London Fan Fest. Um, still wasn't. It's still, still it, not it's, ready to talk about. It's interesting <laughs> because it's like they gave us a name and a, and a screenshot, but we really didn't get a lot other than that, which is I'm like, oh, we waited for this? Okay. 
Um, so it's called Cosmic Exploration. Mm-hmm. And it will take you to multiple other planets with an S. Mm-hmm. So Square's like, all right, we have Island Sanctuary. We have Diadem. Now what if we kind of like make those kiss each other a little bit? And they make something where you go to whole-ass other planets. Like, what? What? Yeah. What? I felt like this was this was going to happen at some point with the Loperids, with us traveling to Ultima Thule. Literally the furthest place away from your planet you can get to. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be easy to go other places now. How do I feel about it? It's hard to say. I don't know. Like, in, unless I, we get more, I will have no idea. There's a lot of things that Endwalker did that... unintentionally make me question so many things now because like (laughs) we went to the end of the universe we defeated the bringer of the final days but yo now we're gonna like get a higher level cap and like struggle against some stuff on this other continent and also just travel Uh, to other planets to like harvest stuff or something like it's it's the MMO problem right but it's it's the exploration (laughs) expansion we gonna explore space just just space Zen, that's a good way to phrase it. It's the exploration expansion. And this seems in line with that theme. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense that we would explore it. I, Aldino, I think I'm right with you. I just don't, I genuinely don't know what to make of this content because they just, they didn't tell us anything. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't tell us a lot. Like uh, we, we saw a, a picture. Yeah, and of crafters on some planet. Of I, crafters on some planet. And it looks like maybe building up a hub yeah. or like getting information and like extending out or rebuilding things or like I I I don't know because they didn't even say like this is going to be very much in line with the yeah. Shargian restoration. They, they weren't didn't, very they, straightforward. Yeah. No, they, they just we don't like they just told us that it's going to be group content that you do together. Which makes me think that, like, yes, you will all be actively participating in it. You can do it solo, but it's meant to be done as, like, a small group. And then there was some mention or something about, like, a cheeky little comment about, like, oh, maybe some of the characters you've known will even show up on other worlds I, or something. Yeah, the, the, like, the kind of feelings <laughs> that I... This is run by Rowena. I know it. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the kind of vibe that I get. Like, hands on it. So we had the Omicron dailies, right? Which has you kind of like mm-hmm. making this old, like new little kind of planet. Like the, one of the things that you kind of see like off in Ultima Thule, you kind of cultivate and stuff. So like it, mm-hmm. it reminds me a little bit of that, but also Slice of Life. And they compared it to uh, Island Sanctuary. Um, mm-hmm. But you can see people gathering. So also maybe like Asgardian Restoration yeah. and Diadem. It's kind of like all those mm-hmm. pushed together, which is interesting. I, I think maybe like because they already had to delay telling us about this. I think they're still yeah. probably figuring out a little bit yes. about this. Um, yeah, I think so too. Mini on YouTube says, uh, at the end of all the median talks and stuff, maybe she'll play some small part in this. I hope not. I don't need to see her again. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she you was, were going to say that. But she, I, I, I know some people no, no. liked her. Little emo bird girl was one of the things that <laughs> ruined Endwalker for me. Yes, ruined with a capital R. I, mean, um, I think at the very least, it could give us a they could flow a it into that more, yes, yeah. line of it narrative. Would, yeah. It would build out some of the stuff yeah. with her and the things that she did and had she kept, was, like an unintentional hand in. Yeah, if she was if literally anything, scouting, it would you know, have, yeah, it would have more. It, it would have, yeah, but she sucked at it. All she found was well, the bad places and well, all the places that wanted to up. end themselves. And... She also had like no real guidance and yeah. no understanding yeah. or concept of the world or <laughs> sense of what it meant to be mortal. So like maybe her leading like new groups of adventures and things. Like I could see that. I, I think. 
it could be interesting. And I see some mentions on Twitch and chat as well about, you know, like um, Nero, Sid talking mm -hmm. about like, you know. Yeah, so I, hope. I am I am optimistic in the mm -hmm. sense that I do really like that 14 is going for casual content. That's not to say like like that as like a blanket statement. I, I hope they only do casual content forever. But I think that in MMOs, an area that a lot of MMOs have failed to really explore developing is in creating like actually innovative, interesting, fun content that mm -hmm. is meant to be more casual, however you want to say that, that still allows you to engage with different types of, you know, gaming experiences and stuff like that. But I'm also a little bit nervous on the other side because I, again, love the premise of Island Sanctuary, but I felt like it was very under-delivered. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, I was a little shocked to hear this because my first immediate thought was, oh, okay, so you'll, like, instance into a room that's supposed to be, like, the planet, and you won't be able to, like, actually go anywhere, and maybe there'll be, like, a few nodes that you can interact mm -hmm. with, and maybe those planets will be on, like, a rotation system or something, and then you, like, go back to your hub. So for me, all I really want to know is like, what have you learned from something like Island Sanctuary? And mm -hmm. how are you going to build on this to make this more engaging, especially if it's a group endeavor? Because mm -hmm. if it's literally just that everybody has to click on 5,000 nodes and then bring all of that back to a place, it's not going to be that engaging. It doesn't um, matter where you place it. No, it doesn't matter where it is. And so like even with the, you know, Omicron tribe quests and stuff like that's really cool and really whimsical that we got to see these little slices but again like what you're just getting ultimately is just like here's another little small themed area and here's another little so i just hope that they build out the systems in this and really mm -hmm. give interesting things to like do make discover craft collaborate on work towards as collective goals really really draw from the inspiration that they seem to be trying to draw from with things like um you know the farm sim games or life mm -hmm. sim games or yeah. whatever they want to theme with this because even ishgardian restoration had a lot of problems where you know really to be competitive in that you just had to have 24 hours a day to click on things <laughs> and like yeah. i it's just one of those things for me where I'd rather see some like an interesting sense of progression and growth and collaboration and discovery. Um, and I, I, it was tough for me because when they announced this, I almost had a moment where I was like, I would have almost rather have had them say, Hey, we learned a lot from Island Sanctuary and now we're building out a ton of systems in it yep. and we're adding all this stuff. And there's going to be like all these new crafting catalogs and, you know, there's going to be all these other interesting things and, you know, whatever it is. Um, because I was a little bit hesitant about this since, like, if they're starting some whole new premise from scratch, I was like, Oh no, but are we going to get anything with any depth or like, mm -hmm. what is it going to be? <laughs> yeah. I have, I have two thoughts on this. Uh, first is they don't want to talk about it because um, they're afraid people are going to assume it's some sort of housing sure. again. Sure. Um, maybe, maybe it will be. Maybe because mm. it look it, to me that the picture looks like it's on the moon. Yeah, it maybe, does. Maybe we'll have some sort of like home base on the moon that you can build up with your friends. Who knows? Um, the other thing that I thought of was: Do you guys remember the content in 1.0 where you could go with? Uh, crafting, gathering, and fighting jobs. I forget what it's called. I think it starts with Hamlet? H. Hamlet. Hamlet. Oh. Yeah. That was one of the coolest things about 1.0. Yeah. yeah. This, this, the way, the very little that they talked about about this makes me think of Hamlet because they said you could do it by yourself. You could do it with your friends. 
Uh, yeah, there are crafters and gatherers there. I don't recall seeing any uh, fighting classes Battle there. Jazz, but yeah. can you something... explain Hamlet in more detail? Okay, so Hamlet uh, had a, an area in each like main city-esque zone. Um, and you basically had to go there and fend off uh, a wave of attacks while also like building up the defenses. So you took crafters and gatherers so that they could gather up the materials and craft the uh, defenses that you needed. But you also had to take... You know, like three healers and a tank, so that they could heal the tank while he. <laughs> and the currency the, that the you earned from that is how you got relics in 1.0. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'd never heard of this piece of content before. Hamlet. Hamlet was pretty fun and actually yeah. a little bit challenging. Yeah. Hamlet was dope. Really, I, loved, in, I loved Hamlet. Yeah. In in 1.0, they actually wanted all of the jobs to have something to do together, and yeah. this was that content, and it was pretty cool. Maybe they are drawing inspiration from that because something like that sounds much more interesting and engaging right? to me. Yeah. Mm. So that's kind of like, when I see this, that's sort of what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I, I am a little hesitant about the scope of this, though. Like, they're like, we're going to go to other planets. And I'm like, whoa, hold, what, multiple other planets. Mm -hmm. Because, okay, like, when have we gone to other, we went to the first and that was like this whole yep. thing. But now it's like, we're going to go planet. It's probably going to be like one little area. And this yep. is this is all we'll ever know of this one planet, and it's I, I, I don't want to knock it too much until it comes out, but mm -hmm. I feel like they're being way too ambitious, and I and I feel like it's going to deliver expectations. Even even in like the dead ends, the little bits we see of the other planets was really fun to me, like seeing mm. these these other places that they completely made. But it's up a different, it's a very different type of content. You're just running through it in a dungeon, whereas this is like you're going to be potentially in here for a doesn't while i mean to me to me that doesn't matter just like okay. seeing seeing these new environments and being like oh so the people are like this because blah and uh, granted part of part of the interesting stuff there was like also seeing how they totally fucked up their yeah. houses was yeah. <laughs> was interesting but i think like seeing because of the precedent of seeing what they have made in the past uh, for new crazy civilizations, I'm kind of like, I'm up for seeing some other planets. Let's go. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't think anything can be on those planets, though. Otherwise, we're colonizers, right? Like, uh, we, can't just, we can't do that, right? Like, we can't just be traveling to uh, other planets and taking them over. So I think yeah. that every place is going to be empty. Or we're going to have a storyline about that. That would be fine. That would be interesting. That could be cool. We're going to the new world and we're going yeah. to different planets. No yeah. longer adventure uh, yeah, expansion, I colonizer expansion. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see us go to some of those places that got murked, though, that we saw and then rebuild because nobody's using them. You yeah, know, especially I just, even for... Yeah, there's, there's, there's a it, lot it going ties, on in this experience. Yeah, it could tie directly into the Omega thing, because, like, yeah. there are people there that exist now because yeah. of Dynamis, and mm -hmm. they need some place to go. Yeah. Exactly. Like, depending yeah. on how that manifests, it could be that. I mean, they could go for more of that kind of Star Trek vibe, where it's about mm -hmm. the, like, respectful discovery, as yeah. opposed to, like, I show up, I take all your resources. Ha 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 ha. Hi, I'm here. I heard this is where I gather. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see. And, you know, honestly, as I thought about it, too, I think it's going to help a lot that this will go hand in hand with the new um, adventuring, like the the zone yeah. content that we'll be getting. Because I do think that Island Sanctuary probably would have been a little bit different for me if we'd also had one of those exploration zones and those like field Absolutely. exploration zones. Because then I could have alternated back and forth between them a little bit more where I was like, I want to go in and do some of the more combat stuff. So I'll go do this. Okay, maybe I'll take a break and I'll run around and I'll, you know, gather some things and do some other stuff. Okay, I'll go back. So having both of those post Dawn Trail, I think is going to make a big difference. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, do I, wish I, they I, were I, connected. I, I don't think, know if we know, but I wish yeah. they were. I mean, going with what Yoshida said, uh, the idea that there would be multiple planets so that it, it feels easier to track your progress. So I, I, I feel like it's going to be Diadem Island Sanctuary, but then it won't be as big. But then you'll have a mm. couple different areas. Stages or places yeah. to be. I mean, like like Island Sanctuary, like we got a cave and then a, another cave in that cave. <laughs> like that was the I update. I love that cave. And so instead of like a cave, we're just going to have a smaller island but we'll have a few different ones, which is, it's, you know, it's different. I don't, I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's different. Um, so yeah, I don't, it's such a weird idea. We'll have to just kind of wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple planets. Oh boy. As long as we don't have to make gummy ships, I'm fine. Oh boy. Oh god! How dare you bring anything from that cursed <laughs> franchise here. See, this is why I'm in bad takes jail, because now you got me talking about Kingdom Hearts and I should <laughs> I kicked off the internet. I enjoyed Kingdom Hearts. See, okay. that's, that's it. You can like that's Kingdom fine. Hearts if you it, want. It got, I just did Hearts. not it like get, gummy ships. It did get weird when it started to turn into Final Fantasy versus 13, though. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. I also grew up, I, I enjoyed Kingdom Hearts. Now, I'm not a, like, I haven't played every, every single game, sure. and I'm not like a diehard fan of the series, but I did enjoy them very much over the years. Mm -hmm. But they also get wild and weird and Absolutely absurd crazy. beyond all comprehension. And I hope we don't go there. Please don't take me there. Don't no, go for Kingdom Hearts. I will call Charles out. Kingdom Hearts, the first one, came out when we yeah. were in high school. And we and both we liked it. it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. And then two, and I was like, okay. And then it exploded. It's like someone, Nomura, hit it with a hammer and broke it. And was like, cool. All this is fine. This is you great. Were, you were, for just a moment, you were like, someone, nah, Nomura. No, it was yeah. I mean, it was no, nowhere else. Let's be honest. Um. So, uh. So yeah. I. I mean, we'll see. We don't know anything about it. No. We know nothing about it yet. No. And I at least think the premise has promise. So we'll see what the actual details mm. are and how they end up. Premise, kind of, promise. <laughs> premise, promise. How they actually end up bringing it together. Mm. Um. But uh, fusion. What's what's next? Yeah. What is next? I mean, look, look. Am I excited about it? Yes. Is this one of the oldest huh. news that I'm looking forward to Don Trail? Yes. Is awesome, this yeah. news a surprise? No. <laughs> I mean, look. Fair. Look, they announced Echoes of Anadil, which was like the big, like, holy crap moment of London Fan Fest for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, and we knew we would hear something more about it uh, at Tokyo. We didn't know what, if it would be plot or previews of areas or whatever. What we did get was a, a, a concept no. art piece of the Shadow Lord, who no matter how you imagined the story of this going, At all. he was always a part of it. It's mm -hmm. like, if they just do 11's greatest hits, he's in it. If they do a story revolving around Tevdasia, he's in it. Like, he's in whatever they would have made yeah. anyway. So the fact that they're like, hey, Shadow Lord, I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Kinda but but thanks. Um, yeah. I mean, it's cool. Like, it's you can see that it's obviously it's going to have some Beastman stuff in it. The the Burning Circle images behind Burning it. So circle. probably probably Beastman armies. Um, we know that uh, the giants in Dawn Trail are the troll models um, from Eleven. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they'll finally connect those two dots. Uh, this is going to be the the craziest random niche of takes. Uh, back when uh -huh. Wings of the Goddess came out, this is the the expansion that dealt with the Crystal War, right? Mm -hmm. um, we had like lore articles talking about how the trolls were involved in this big battle in Zarkabard. You go to Zarkabard in Wings of the Goddess, zero trolls. 
It was Ooh. like they wrote about it, then they forgot about it. So like we're getting <laughs> trolls in this expansion, and now we also maybe maybe they'll connect those two finally. That would be kind of mm. funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like we we knew this was like the one like guarantee. Um, so and it's, yeah. and it's just normal Shadow Lord. It's not like armor clad wings of the goddess yes. crystal war. That's the Shadow thing. Lord, which we may or may not see. You know, we don't know how they're gonna do mm-hmm. the story. We still don't know anything about the story. What we did know is that regardless of how they spun it, Shadow Lord would be in it, and they confirmed that yes, Shadow Lord is in it. So we're not really yes. any and in, in, in a different place than we were previously. It's just confirmation of the thing that we knew would be in there. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. Like yeah. it's it's cool to see. I'm I'm looking It'll forward be to what interesting for them to relitigate his story, right? Like because yeah. we're gonna have to figure out who he is in this context, and that'll be interesting because. I'm not going to go through that story. You know, we'll have a show about that at some point, oh, yeah. spoiling you to 11. Yeah. But I mean, I won't he's do he's that either here. just like, he's the guy in charge of all the beastman armies, or they're going to do the humanizing route and who knows the origin. Who knows? Yeah, that's it. And like, I really hope that they put more onto it. Like it was, it was a great story. And I hear that it got better in the later expansions as they came back and talked to about it. Yeah. But I feel like it's not a great ex- uh, story for 14. Cause we don't did that. Uh, a lot of that. Hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what they'll twist a little bit yeah. about it. I mean, th- th- they have so many options. They could tell yeah. the the story in eleven that you know that should have been in eleven that they never did. Sure, they could yeah. just be like, "Hey, you guys played eleven. Here's some cool stuff from eleven. Like it's there's so <laughs> many routes it's right that they man. can take with this. So. You remember Big Man? Kill Big Man. Yeah, Big Man. Mission mission was it five point five point one five point two? Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> wow. There you go. That memory. <laughs> Memories going up to the Poor throne memory room, unlocked. going across that bridge, <laughs> maybe waiting on the bridge for the first time that the uh, the armies got hold of that territory in Wings of the Goddess because everybody wanted that waltz potency earring, oh so everybody waited mm. on the bridge to enter the the fight. I honestly <laughs> am mostly excited about the Eleven raid just to run it with all of you old Eleven veteran folks. Sure, <laughs> because- our day. Yeah, I'm so excited to listen to all of the um, the ancient grandparent stories mm-hmm. about Eleven. <laughs> so like- See, I don't, I don't even have many because I played through Otter Gone and then I totally bounced off of it. But I know mm-hmm. everything about the Shadow Lord. So, like, it, it, what you're saying, Fusion, makes perfect sense. That's the <laughs> one thing we know. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I'm just yeah. curious. I never got to experience Eleven, and I yeah. think a lot of players in 14 didn't. And mm-hmm. so to have that kind of introduction to it and to get to have those conversations about 11 or players who came from 11 into 14, it's going to be really fun. And yeah. I'm, I'm curious because you were all like, the one thing we knew was that the Shadow Lord would be in it. And when the Shadow Lord appeared, I was like, who is that man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, he looks evil and malevolent. Mm-hmm. His name definitely seems accurate. The Shadow mm-hmm. Lord. Shadow? <laughs> like, yeah. I, knew, I had no expectations. Um, so I'm very curious to see how it all pans out. I'm Chat is fusion fanboy and about doing something purely for nostalgia. Yes. <laughs> nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Let me tell you. Um, so that was the update for the uh, 24 man for the eight man. Uh, we plugged this earlier, the Arcadian, um, which looks mm-hmm. like it's in a giant tower built of giant GPUs in uh, solution. Yeah, and it's so Greek again. It's so Greek again. Do you yeah. have that? Give us the etymology. Oh, no, I totally. Yeah. The, once again, I was very mad by this point. The, I wasn't even watching it. I was literally being, I was in a car on the way <laughs> to the show that I was going to. But no, I was just like, cool, whatever. I don't care. 
So no, I didn't look that up, but I'm pretty sure it has something to do with like a platonic ideal and utopia, I believe, but I can't wasn't, remember. Wasn't that I'll the Red Hot Chili Peppers album, City of Arcadian? Wasn't that the... Yeah. That's exactly I right. I, I know it wasn't. I know it. Arcadian don't, don't with an me. A, so not an O at the end, but an A, yeah. is is what you were saying. So yes, like idyllically I... pastoral, like... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, kind of like a paradise or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I haven't been able to see, like, as I look yeah, through. With the o. Yeah, I haven't seen um, like anything that seems really specifically a reference. You know, yeah. I've heard some folks say maybe it's like actually relating to an arcade, and that it's supposed to be because yeah. it kind of looks like a computer, like a series of games or something. Um, yeah. Or. And it, it could be. There's a lot, you know, of speculation about Solution 9 in that people have translated some of the signs. And there's some really interesting places that those signs are pointing to that have to deal with, like, maybe digitized souls. Maybe. FF9. Uh, and They're if going that's hard the with case, some FF9 stuff. <laughs> exactly. And if that's the case, then the entire raid could be uh, literally not real. You know, it Would could be, be virtual. What if, like, okay, now hold on, though. Tinfoil mm-hmm. hat time. Here we go. What if it is a remnant? Like, what if in the last moments as the, you know, the shard that fell to the lightning mm-hmm. calamity, they were trying to figure out how they preserve people, and they ended up uploading, yeah. in a sense, all of the souls of the inhabitants, and that mm-hmm. was one of the solutions. <laughs> Solution nine. Like, yeah. how do we make sure that everybody continues on? That- and then when they got merged together, their souls are in there yep. and so like when we get there the whole city seems empty but then mm-hmm. you end up like plugging into the interface or whatever and like the the people still exist there yeah, so you're telling is, me they did what, what they they just did what destiny's last expansion did is that was the whole <laughs> you just explained the entirety of <laughs> i mean I'm a writer for Destiny. Oh my god! Surprise! They also had a they also had a strike that wasn't in arcade. No, I think that sounds that sounds like a like (gasps) that's that's a cool idea. And like the thing that they've edited out of the pictures right now are just some like super digitized pixel people walking. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god! This oh sorry. That's just. It's I would laugh very hard. Oh, if, if it is that, it'll be very interesting to hear about their end, right? Yeah. And what they remember and why they even did it. Because, the, you know, people say, this is the picture of the Arcadian. There is that sigil. That yeah. sigil that we don't know what that is. Yeah. And some people think it might be, I believe, Hashemal. Or, uh, I can't remember. One, of, it, one of the ones. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't look like that. Palmarut. That's who Palmarut. Yeah. 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 I agree with you, though, Zen. When I was looking at it the doesn't... side-by-side comparisons, I was like, that does not look like the same app. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they, so all, of the other, all of the other ones are very spot-on. There's really no pieces in any of the Asian yeah. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Except that it is it is a red sigil. Like, yeah. that, that is similar. And maybe there are some vague shape similarities. I don't know. I'm... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, uh, no. You go ahead, yeah. There, there was... Um, I guess uh, could be considered Alma. foreshadowing in in uh, the end of what we have so far, as far as uh, MSQ being like, you know, now that we've figured out how to fix these uh, portions of uh, the, f- yeah. the 14 splits, maybe we could see if we could do something about the other ones. It's like, mm-hmm. well, and then they feed this up on a silver platter and it's like, yeah. we're fixing all of the shards. Yeah. 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 We Sorry, figured Chris out was... one way. The Go end on. of Chris Final Fantasy 14. 
Because <laughs> it's right in chat and that there was a lot of speculation that the sigil was Altima's as well. Uh, Altima's mm. as well, yeah. I would love, you know, this is just tinfoil hat. I would love that this, uh, they never figured out that the Asians were telling them wrong. Never. Because they mm. steered them in a way that made life better for them. And then, you know, something bad happened and they're not there. If we're going with the whole, we've digitized ourselves. But they were still worshipping the Asians, And then we get there and we're like, oh, sorry, bro. Like, you... <laughs> Let me tell you about that. I don't uh, want to be that guy, but your entire foundation of, of belief is wrong. Ooh. Yeah. We're gonna, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna colonize the solution. No, 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 no. No, we're gonna enlighten them, okay? Oh, <laughs> that's that's way totally different. Yeah. The, what, what was the comment they made during the actual uh, presentation? Wasn't it something about, like, doesn't it look kind of Garlean? Oh, oh sure. did they? Yeah. I did say. I, no, they mentioned Alec, oh. or they, they mentioned how no, it they said Garlean. Which is weird. Hmm. Maybe they were talking the, the city, yeah. Because there's a little bit of that, because it's yeah. anachronistic to everything else we know. Mm. Yeah. And if, yeah. if Aether is. It could in be a red herring, but. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, they like to do that. They do. They do. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll be interested in the Arcadian. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that it, well, I mean, I guess our eight-man raids oftentimes are typically unique stories, yeah. um, at least from what we've seen. Um, yeah. But I, this one's a big enigmatic question mark. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm curious about it. Looking forward to it. Uh, new ultimate. I, I still can't get over that you just described the, the, the Destiny 2 expansion <laughs> while trying to explain, like, oh my god. <laughs> oh it's so funny um, new ultimate raid uh, will be based on Eden we're skipping a little bit of Stormblood, yeah, skipping Stormblood. Huh. just about I mean okay yeah okay yeah I it, I was a little surprised but yeah. I mean I I mean, Gaia and Reen and the mm -hmm. Eden raids have been relevant recently and some yeah. story stuff. So I, I don't know. Maybe they just felt like they had a better idea for it. They yeah. thought, you know, we want to bring home some of the themes of this more so. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bummed that we don't get. I was really hoping for Four Lords Ultimate sure. with Q yeah. at the end. They could have done something really cool with like, that. Yeah, I, I was really hoping for that. But it's not to say that they won't go back yeah. and do That's it at true. some point. I um I have a theory that the three of you are going to hate. Oh no! Okay, uh, gonna hate it because right. so that we didn't have the Stormblood one because there's the four lords, but the other trial that has is not in any ultimate is is Shinryu. Now you don't like who Shinryu is based on, but what if they did a whole Xenos ultimate? In which All right, guys, fusion's gone forever. <laughs> Gone. Yeah, gone. I feel a little sick. I'll be honest. I don't I care like, for this topic of conversation. What if it started with Shinryu? It went through. Well, it started with him, right, in his juicy butt version. Then you get Shinryu. Okay. Then you fight Shinryu, and you eventually fight him at oh, the end of Endwater, right? Oh yeah, I am. But I just that would be hilarious to me. I want to be here that day if it happens. I just want to I... see everybody be upset. I, well, the thing is, is that some people will be like really happy. <laughs> yeah. I, you all know that my other <laughs> old <laughs> desert and old west town settings, one of my you know major sore points in the game. Xenos, one of the other the other ones that I just can't forgive. Um, I never want to see him again. <laughs> Done with it. <laughs> 
But like, look, was he important and was Shinryu a thing? Uh -huh. Sure. But like, if I have to hear that music and see that, I, I cannot believe I'm saying this because I love dragons. But if uh -huh. I have to see that stupid dragon one more time. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Please. So, There's a dragon that Rook doesn't want to make out with? Yeah. What? I mean, it's, it's not because it's not, Zeno is a real dragon. He's no, sure. it's a fake, fake dragon. Xenos made dragon. out of people mm. he murdered. Yeah. Sure. I I just like it's fine. If they did it, I would understand why they did it. And I'm sure yeah. they would still do something cool. He is a pivotal, he's a pivotal yep. person. And I'll be real. I actually liked Shinryu Extreme. It was it was That was a cool That's fight with say. the with Shinryu the tail thing. It didn't stick just in a yeah. in a little square arena yeah. you had to climb. That was cool as hell. Mm -hmm. I love that. It yeah. was cool. It was fight. a good fight. It was spicy. Yeah. Even the normal yeah. mode was spicy yeah. before they like mega down tuned it. Um it's fun yeah. yeah, I I enjoyed it. So like I'm sure they could do something cool with it. Yeah. I you know, if if even if the reason that they skipped ahead to the two of them uh and their story is that they just felt like they'd have more fun with it. More mm -hmm. power to you guys. Do yeah. something that's fun. Uh, when you work on something that you're enjoying, that translates into fun yeah. for players, too. And we need yeah. that as well. So yes. fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Just be prepared for light rampant. Uh, be prepared <laughs> for real what about that? Light BDSM. Yeah. Is <laughs> balls and chains. Yeah, it is. Lions don't, is lions don't. coming back. Wrap a naked reen in a dragon. Yeah, we don't need to don't, do that again. Don't do it. I don't it. need to see that ever don't again. Don't do it, Square. Thank you. <laughs> don't tell us not to lewd your characters and then wrap an underage naked woman in a dragon. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, yeah. I would love to see them, though. Like, I really want to see what they're going to do. Like, are they, I would assume they're going to integrate the bonus Gaia phase yeah. from Savage. I, I would assume, like, I want to see how they do all of that because that mm -hmm. could be really, really cool. So, there's definitely going to be a battle girlfriend's the actual phase. Fun part there has, of the to, fight. Be there has to be a battle girlfriend's phase. Yeah. yeah, it's Omega and FF. Those fucking, uh, <laughs> like, what paper, paper birds, they got to be in there somewhere. They sure, they're gonna attack yeah, you with giant someone? coffee biscuits, they're just gonna throw it at you. What was her name? It was like something about an omen or something, right? What was the name of that boss? Isn't it just Oracle of Darkness? Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I, don't I might be misremembering. Idol. It's something idol. It's uh, um, Idol of Darkness. Idol of Darkness? It might be <laughs> something of darkness. <laughs> Iconoclasm. Iconoclasm. Of the Idol of Darkness dark. isn't allowed. Oh. Well, yeah. it's, the fight is Iconoclasm. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> The entity is, is the idol of darkness. Idol, it's okay. a cloud mm -hmm. of sin eaters at the north end of the platform. Right. It's okay. that. It's the like the actual idol in there and the mm. the things around it. Now this would be kind of wild though, because the one thing that we did not get from those raids that all of us thought, okay, I thought mm -hmm. we would be getting coherent um, storyline. <laughs> Look, no, up, up. <laughs> we've had no. a lot of you know. It's Amicia. Sure. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> sure. That's so hard though, because that's like that's like that's got to be like a character, and you can't just be like, "Here's a boss that also was just like a witch." Put, and, like, mm. Just put Gaia in the outfit. That's all they just, had to do. Make them fuse. Just make them fuse. Fusion ha, and we have. You Ultimicia know about fusing done. fusion? Yeah, that's it. That's how we get. It. Last. Did you just assume my Dragon Ball movie. knowledge based on my name? How dare you? <laughs> That said, I was I, madly in love with Dragon Ball Z growing up, and I actually used to buy the tapes so I could watch the episodes ahead of when they aired on Cartoon Network. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, they could just have a last phase where they fuse and it's Ultimecia or That'd the cool. Sorceress. You know, like that yeah. would be cool. Like yeah. whatever. That could be <laughs> we'll cool. See. We'll yeah. See. Look, I'm, I, I don't do. At ultimates. least we got the song. Such a yeah. good song. Yeah, song I don't. I don't do great. ultimates, but like, if they skipped four lords to be like, "Hey, would you like some more FF8 inspired stuff?" I wouldn't not like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get a couple more orchestrian rolls or something out of it. Bring yeah. It. Um, Was that man with see. a mission? Those weapons are going to be gorgeous. Like I just want to say that right now, those weapons yes. were amazing to start with. With the glow, they're going to be so good. They are yeah, going to be so beautiful. so good. Really cool. I I've loved a lot of the uh, the ultimate uh, weapon designs. Mm-hmm. I think still though, if I could get any of them, it would be ultimate weapons because ult- it's the relic, and mm-hmm. I just I like the I gable. Love that yeah. one. I like the gable. Yeah. Um, new limited job. A lot of bangers new on this chapter. keynote. It is Beastmaster. A lot of people, a lot of people were happy about Beastmaster. I am happy that they are happy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They didn't say a whole lot. They're saying that they're thinking about maybe there will be some kind of collection aspect. Like, yeah. I mean, there was really early spells. Um, It's still really early. We won't see this till later on in Subway next. So yeah, Beastmaster. I mean, we've had we've had hints of this for a long time now. Um, mm. Since back in Boja, you know, some of the characters. Since there were when Beastmaster. they gave us Blue Mage, <laughs> that's yeah. our first hint. I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you all know my thoughts on limited jobs. Give us a PVE rotation. Don't make them limited. Who wants to buy? Mm-hmm. Who wants to do anything that's limited? <laughs> You're already yeah. calling it limited. Admits right away that like this isn't as good as it could be. Sure. I mean, I I'll be interested to see what. Bringing Beastmaster in does for the limited job category. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's been very weird because it's just Blue Mage. And yeah. sure. again, like the stuff that it can engage with is limited and <laughs> the stuff that it mm-hmm. can do. Um, and it, it just kind of stayed the way it did. I mean, they added stuff and things and added some new achievements and, and things like that. But, um, you know, we weren't even sure if it seemed like they had decided they wanted to really continue with limited jobs because it seemed yeah. like they were just holding off for so long on them. So getting another one, it feels like it opens up more possibilities mm-hmm. for this really being its own category of content. And yeah. whatever they end up kind of working in for Beastmaster, I'll be curious to see if, like, you can also engage with it on Blue Mage. I'll be yeah. curious to see if, you know, they're developing additional yeah. types of content. I'll be curious to see what they've taken away from Blue Mage stuff and doing Beastmaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be fun to pass some time. And I know some folks have really gotten involved yeah. in things like Blue Mage. So maybe this will give it a little bit more of a firm place within the game. Yeah. Or maybe it will also really show them, hey, actually, we do need to create something like having a different version of these for PvE yeah. or, you know, like making them a little bit more flexible in some way, shape or form, depending on how it's received and depending mm-hmm. on like what kind of content they do. So I'm curious. And Beastmaster makes sense, considering that yeah. there was so much lore in Boja for it. And I'm excited because one of my role playing characters is canonically a Beastmaster. So I'll go. be able to finally put him <laughs> on the job. But, you know, am I super yeah. excited about the content itself? No, I'm a little lukewarm, but I'll be interested to see what it what it does for limited jobs. As soon as they announced this, I it was not verification because they haven't said this. It's verification in my own mind in my mind about what they use limited jobs for there. Nobody, nobody, no job has gotten an extra dot. No job. They don't want those. One job has blue mage (laughs) gets more dots than anyone else. One job, 
two jobs, in fact, have a little pet interaction that people don't like all that much. It's been clunky. It's been weird. Well, why don't we work that in as a limited job so people who like pets can just play that limited job? I don't know that that's what they're doing, but it would be very smart to, as they eliminate playstyles that people liked, I'm sorry, I'm salty, to put that in somewhere else where they don't have to balance it, they don't have to think about it. The boss goes away, well, I'm not doing a savage, who cares, right? The dot is there or not. Pets are a little bit weird. Yeah, it's a limited job. Who cares? Blue Mage is a little bit weird. So it really feels to me like if they're not using it for experimentation, why the hell aren't they? Like, if you're going to make that limited job, just like Hildebrand, Hildebrand and Manderville stuff is playing around to make better animations. This should be playing around to make better jobs. I would love that. That'd be great. I probably will not play it. If they can play with Blue Mage, I might. That would be fun to try and go back through all the raids with a Blue Mage, Beastmaster, mixed group, you know, like the pets tanking or something like that. That'd be really cool. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I wish it was Puppet Master. That's okay. Yeah. I, it's I the mean, same job, but yeah, I just like that theme. Different better. aesthetic. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> From the guy that doesn't like Pictomancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I want the dude with like the tiger. The I want monster. the dude with the little puppets. <laughs> yeah. Because that doesn't have that to wanted. be whimsical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it wasn't whimsical in 11. It was, it was played straight from the beginning. You had to get pieces and these are little mammoths and they are real and they're in fiction. It wasn't a, here's a Spriggan. It was yeah. a, here's a thing that you build. I don't know. I, I thought mean, it was a little whimsy. I don't know. Sure. Oh, well, I mean, it's going to be a little. That the puppets, it's a puppet. Sure. <laughs> you, well, yeah. you actually got to meet the puppets. They sort of, well, not all of the puppets, but the, the main story puppets in Eleven yeah. had basically minds of their own or right. were well, very well puppeted. They had attitudes. They were bitches. Yeah. These puppets were not nice, sweet, <laughs> whimsical yeah, puppets. they were not like, they were not like Island Sanctuary, I'll do whatever you want. They yeah. had a personality, and the job itself did not have the whimsy put into it. Sure, the puppets might, but the job itself was not infused with that. It's not it's, like okay. every yeah. effect we have is shiny and then, you know, like sure. all these, like, they were monks with a There pet. wasn't a Moogle. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you have a Moogle beam as a puppet master? I don't think so. Mm. Well, right. I mean, the, the puppets that we see at least for the void scent, yeah. like the Reaper training, mm-hmm. um, which are supposedly made by what I would consider to be, it sounds like a puppet master within right. the lore um, in that dungeon. They're not like, they're not Charlie and Mammoths. Like no, no. it's a hot lady puppet. Sure. <laughs> like, it's like, we're talking about all the doll, like the, uh, like Dolphy stuff that they've yeah. been releasing with the characters. They're like Dolphys. They're like ball jointed mm-hmm. dolls. Murder uh, Dolphy. Look, murder Dolphy. Yeah. Where they look much more like, yeah, artistically stylized you know like they're humanoid but they aren't like cutesy children's whimsical doll kind of thing right it would give you the choice to be whimsical or not whereas the problem that i have picked answer is there is no choice it is a whimsical job whereas you can look at blue mage and go i'll pick all the funny ones that's more whimsy or you could look at blue mage and go i want all the cool looking spells right there's Mm. choice there you're not kind of pushed into one or the other that's just what i'm saying in comparison to Pictomancer. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, I'll, I'll, I'll try Beastmaster, but I, I, I'm yeah. still of the mind, like, if I'm going to invest time on a job, like, I should be able to take it into things that everybody else is taking jobs into. Like, it just feels like... Put them in the field stupid. content square. Put them in there. Put them in, put them in field <laughs> content. Give them, give them a PVE rotation. Like, honestly, like... Sure. 
I think people would be fine with that. I would be fine with that. I might even play them more if they had a PvE rotation. Like, Eleven had a blue mage. You could take it into whatever you wanted, and you could still learn spells and augment your mm -hmm. stats with it. Like, and that was fine. Um, I just don't think they want to balance it, and yeah. that's fine. Just don't put it in the Savage or well, Ultimate. Then, then stop. Then stop adding new jobs in every expansion if you don't want to balance stuff. Like, that's a terrible. <laughs> sure. It's a terrible excuse. No, I like, know. I get it, and it's not invalid. But like, if if yeah, the idea is like, we don't want to balance more through. stuff, you're already adding two jobs in an expansion. This is just, yeah. just more of that. Like, why? I, I mean, you're know. right. Yeah. I prefer that they would have, like we talked about it before, right? I prefer yeah. that they would have some version of it that you could take in that would just be like a predetermined, more limited kit. Yeah. And then you could also do this fun extended content. And yep. then you could call them something fun, like bonus jobs. Yeah. Or, you know, as opposed to <laughs> having... It does sound better. I still yeah, remember right. when and when Heaven's Word came out and we got the advanced jobs of oh, Astrology yeah. and Dark Knight and Machinist. They dropped that phrasing real quick. But yeah. even if they, I agree that even if they just opened up a variety of other content to do them mm -hmm. with, like if you could take them into trust content, if yeah. you could um, take them into deep dungeons, that's a big one yeah. I've heard the community yeah. ask for. Absolutely. If you could take them into exploration content, like we were saying, if you could take yeah. them, I, I think that if you were able to use them in a more multifaceted way to engage with other content, that would be something that would um, open up a lot of doors mm -hmm. for them as well. So there you go. Um, Beastmaster. Beastmaster. I am excited about it. I mean, again, content and other stuff aside, mm -hmm. I think Beastmaster is a cool one. Yeah, and cool. I like when they add more canonical jobs to the game to make the world just more interesting, whether or not they're playable, mm -hmm. because it opens up more possibilities for me in my own mind to be like, yeah, there's a lot of different styles of magic and combat in this world. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad to see this actually happen after they spent so much time in Boja building it up. Yeah. Um, and then last announcement, like, obviously, like, it, had, but it was, like, one of the first things shown at the keynote, uh, female Hrothgar is coming, finally, it's here, uh, mm -hmm. they look good, I mean, I, I, they Outside look, of the trailer, they look great. They're, yeah, the trailer right. looks a little weird, the CG's a little goofy <laughs> to me, um, but they, it's they, just they, like Graha. Yeah, Graha looks weird in it, too, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She they looks look, like a house cat, yeah, rather than, like, a yeah. lioness. Yeah, but I was the faces a little that they showed us, yeah, the faces that they showed us in the actual, like, Hrothgar release... There are some lion faces in there, so I think yeah. it'll be fine. They, they look about, like, what I expected. Like, I'm not dissatisfied with them. Like, it, it's not my aesthetic or anything like that, but, like, they look good. Mm -hmm. I think it would... I feel kind of bad, because we were doing our live reaction, which, if anybody missed it, you can catch it. We, we were doing it live on the channel, and uh, even though Aldino couldn't be with us, although mm -hmm. we missed out on his... Super, super Szechuan spicy hot takes. Szechuan um, spicy hot takes. Mm -hmm. It was numbing, too. Yeah, It's spicy, but flavorful. Uh, <laughs> that's why I picked that. Um, so even though that was sad, you can't actually see our reactions. And I felt kind of bad after the fact that I didn't have a larger reaction mm. to the Femme Hrothgar. Because, and I think I said at the time, they look about as good as I thought they could. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and I felt kind of funny about it after the mm. fact because I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I, I really do like the cat mommies. I yeah. love them. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it, you know, I saw a lot of people posting fan art and I saw a lot of people mm -hmm. like, and I was like, yes, absolutely. I want them to pick me up in their strong, soft, furry arms and just like carry me across the savannah. But 
do I, I mean, like when you look at the side-by-side comparisons of male Hrothgar facial profile to the femme Hrothgar, there is a massively noticeable difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because as, as the days went by after JP FanFest, we saw more people kind of going, oh, about that, mm-hmm. where they realized just like you were saying, Zen, that they look like house cats. And yeah. the funny thing too is that as somebody who growing up as a kid, I was obsessed with this old VHS tape that we had of a Broadway production of Cats. Mm. And when we were watching the actual reveal, in my head, I was like, it looks like the people that had the cat prosthetics for mm-hmm. that Broadway version of Cats. Yeah. And I couldn't shake it. And then what came out of my mouth was, they look about as good as I thought they could. <laughs> and I still stand by that in that yeah. they aren't like, they aren't pathetic little teensy tiny dinky Makote right. ladies. At the end, you were like, I'm so glad they're not cutesy <laughs> Makote girls. Yeah. And I'm really glad yeah. about yeah. that. But like, did they go all in again? No, but I don't even really think they went fully all in on male Hrothgar mm-hmm. in that like, they, they, you know, again, they could have done more generally, right? They both use basically the Rugadin models. We had these issues with the head shape and the mapping of gear, which supposedly they're going to be working on more specifically after hey, the Wuklamod is wearing a hat in that picture. Wuklamod is wearing a hat in that picture. Yeah, 655. Um, and I honestly think that the reason that their faces are the way that they are is because they made Femme Hrothgar with heads that will work. Now, yeah. I don't know if that's for sure for, for real. I hope so. But... Um, I have this feeling that they specifically designed them and their faces and heads are of a smaller scale, partially Mm -hmm. because of, I don't know, the tendency for sexual dimorphism for feminine builds in games, but also because they wanted to try to not have this issue so that they don't have to add Femme Hrothgar onto the things that they have to Mm -hmm. also then try to deal with. So, you know, if they come out and they can use everything... I will be happy. I'll be like, okay, their faces are smaller and their heads are smaller because at least you can use hair and hats on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, again, do I think that they could have realized these races in a more robust and more unique way, especially given the amount of time that they had to develop them? Sure. Like, I think they could have absolutely done something more with all of the Hrothgar builds. Mm-hmm. I think they could have given them cat feet and all kinds of stuff like we see with like the char and guild wars 2 or yeah. other races um but it doesn't seem like their team was able to handle that and so i'm just happy to see it all done mm-hmm. and to see that the femme hrothgar look about as good as i could possibly want and i think they look good in game and their animations look good and if hats and hair work on them i will be happy um but you know like moving forward Yoshida-san had that little comment that we talked mm-hmm. about earlier the like this is the last race we'll add you know depending on all of you and i was like well of course the community will want new races Yoshida. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, like, I was like yeah. i don't know what to tell you they will want them at some point unless you are adding a whole bunch of other features to the game mm-hmm. um i would personally love cc expansion we've talked yes. about that i hope um, that's next yeah and i hope that's next but uh yeah, whether or not we get new races in the future, I, I it's, you know, if, if they're going to struggle with them so much, then fine, don't do them. Yeah, give us yeah. more CC, give us more stuff. Um, but, like, 
of course, if you can get it together to make new races, then like people will want those. So I, I just don't know what to <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, like if you can do like cool races and not be stupid about it, then go for it. But like if we're mm -hmm. gonna have a thing where it's like, okay, we're gonna put out these races, uh, it's gonna be gender locked again. We're gonna redo the mistakes mm -hmm. from 1.0 and 11. Um, but then also we're gonna spend three years making hair and hats available for them. Then don't do it. <laughs> don't do, do it. You know what won't work here? A troll from WoW. You can't make a make a race and go. Oh, but they can't wear shoes, right? Like it's what they did with hats, right? Like, and you know, some people were disappointed in that you can't straighten the back of a male Rothgar now, mm -hmm. right? Because they're like, I like that kind of view. And WoW eventually did that with the orcs, and I believe you can do it. No, I don't believe you can do it with undead, but I hope I hope you can, um, because people want that. So yeah, do character creation next. Yeah. Learn a whole lot, and then do a race. Right, that'd be fine. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, and I'd I mean, like we, the Pelu Pelu, but that's fine. They're yeah, very I mean, just you, humans. Yeah, did say that. Um, you know, even with the graphics updates, there's still a lot of stuff that's like years down the line. Oh yeah, for mm -hmm. for payoff. So hopefully, like it's, you know, nothing like huge because that's a long mm -hmm. time to wait, Yoshida. Um, but yeah, yeah maybe maybe you know, eight point will have some better character customization or something that, mm -hmm. that shows up so that would be nice because only one face on here has stubble only here has stubble um <laughs> like there's so many little weird yeah. goofy things um yeah. so oh you know address that that was that's the last bit on the summary right but we haven't talked about the little bit of graphical update that yeah. we saw is there anything to talk about i mean vera, no. vera, vera noses are weird Yes, yeah. Vera noses and limbal rings. They made them weird. Uh, in the Aura's eyes. Those are the things that I hear. Really? So people are like, where, where is my glowy ring in my eye? I like the, the, down, the downplayed limbal ring. Too. I think uh, it, I it makes them look more natural, question Yeah, and I think sure. some people don't don't want that. Right? They wanted I mean, them to be more bestial or a lizard or Natural looking in my fantasy game? <laughs> well, didn't he say, though, that there would be options for both? I, yes, I'm having just didn't this. Show it. Yeah. yeah, they just didn't mm. show it. Like yeah. because I, I think he said that there will be really stark ones for people who mm -hmm. want that, and then they also took some feedback to make that softer look. Yes, which I do personally like because um, I think part of it too was the coloration of the limbal ring. Yes, like you would pick a color and it would be like neon. Yes. Like it would look like you got cybernetically oh, yeah. augmented at mm -hmm. you know um, at solution uh, nine. Solution nine and yeah. <laughs> Um, so I like having the like choices on that. I think that's yeah. great. Um, the Viera noses are something I thought, I thought all of the upgrades looked like super mm -hmm. good across the characters. Hrothgar's maybe were the one where I was like, they're okay, okay but I don't see as much of a, a marked difference. Yeah, there was, there was mm -hmm. almost no difference. Yeah. It actually, to me, it looked worse because it looked I think they were, and they were, yeah, they, I think they were yeah. trying to enhance the, the texture of the, the fuzzy snout and it just made the whole model look blurry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they needed a little more work there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought the VR looked very good, minus that, like, they lost the, the brighter bunny nose. Yeah, that gave him the bunny nose. So I hope they fix that. Mm -hmm. Um, but all the other stuff I thought looked great. And as chat brought up, um, I was so happy to hear that they, and to see that they have been working on the dark skinned characters yep. in the game. Yeah. That, oh, was that was huge. Such a big I felt deal. like. I felt like it didn't show up super well on the Makote, but when they brought the Lalafell out, yes, that yeah. one really showed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's good changes. Uh, yeah, there was a little bit, I just, 
saw the knockdown drag out fight about like my limbo rings. Like, well, they said they were going <laughs> to, they said that they were going to let you do that still. It just will uh, actually be reflected, you know, cause it wasn't reflective. Like you couldn't see anything in the eyes. Now you can. So yeah. they just got to do it right. And they will. Yep. Um, I don't know. Uh, it looked good to me. It was nice yeah. to see all the textures on the clothing and even yes. the like rock wall behind them looked pretty. <laughs> oh, they the only so thing good. That, the only thing that I didn't think was improved was the actual skin texture. To me, it looked virtually the same. Mm. I think some of that like natural speckling that they almost want. You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Where it's not like quite <laughs> freckled, but it's like almost like the blood beneath the skin that like pores a little you bit. You can of see skin. the dots, the pores. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that um, everything looks gorgeous, but it does feel like some of those textures weren't weren't altered or something. And I feel like that's maybe where yeah. some of that, um, like, oh, I think this could look a little better could be from. Mm -hmm. I, I Like, that was kind of my thought as we were looking at them, that, like, maybe they need to update some of that yeah. like, underlayer as well. But Yeah, they, they said that they focused on subsurface scatter scattering, which is why you get the glow from the dark skin, which is why you kind of can see it better. But, I, yeah, I don't think that they really touched the texture on top. They touched how light affects it, but I don't think that they actually changed that texture. But I don't know. I don't work for them. So. I'd say that maybe they should. But, like, I don't hate the way the characters look now. So eh, if you get to it, that would be nice. Here. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and they're, they're of course, you know, still under development and all this stuff. And something <laughs> to change. Yeah. And, um, so it's 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 yeah. pretty likely that we'll see a little polish. Still, what we, what we saw is really promising. It's going to yeah, stroke. Yeah. No, oh, no, I was just going to say exactly what you were saying. I wanted to, like, add that cherry on top because I, I do think what we saw looked amazing. Yeah. And it looks a lot better. And um, especially, like, you pointed out the, the textures on things like the fabrics and stuff. Yes, the summoner poncho is so cool. Yes, like some of those gear sets, when you see the before. The Astro. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like, like velvet. velvet. Yeah. That's just impressive overall. I know. Mm -hmm. When you see the before of some of those gear sets and the old gear sets, like all I could hear in my head was like, you live like this? <laughs> <laughs> because like, as it is, like as we play it, I don't necessarily, like, sure, there are some things that I look at and I go, oh, that looks chunky or that doesn't mm -hmm. have many details. But, like, we're just so used to it that it doesn't seem that bad. And then when you actually get the side-by-side -side and you see the velvet and you see the leather texture and you see the clarification of the metalwork and, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this really did look, this was rough. This was yeah. rough. They <laughs> needed to update that. Well, we, we were just, like, wearing a bunch of triangles. Mm -hmm. What do you <laughs> I, I, this is, this is going to sound really weird. I can't wait to see Xenos <laughs> after the graphical yeah. oh, update I, because I'm excited for, that uh, was awful. Kien. Kien? Kien. Armor. Kien. Yeah. Yeah. Kien. Yes. Yeah. 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 Anything that has that sort of like applique or embroidery, like either of those two, like, yeah. Yeah. A little rough. Um, the end of the keynote, uh, they announced that the game has 30 million total registered players now, which is awesome. Um, and then that was a little bit. It. We do have a little bit of just kind of fan fest in general. We had a couple people on the ground out there. Uh, they took a bunch of pictures, so make sure to go and check those out on the website. Let me. I'll even. I'll even do a little copy pasta here for everybody in mm -hmm. the chat, so that you can check that out if you haven't seen it already. Um, 
Uh, one thing we forgot to mention, um, I, I, I mentioned it like one off. Uh, we did talk about Dolphy just for like two seconds. They did announce yeah. two new ones uh, for Alphano and Alice. Um, if you don't know what those are, they're really expensive, fancy dolls. Mm -hmm. uh, they did one for Yishtola. <laughs> it was about $1,000. So... Yeah. yeah, be prepared. For if the you twins. want both the twins, good yeah. luck. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, yeah. this is one thing that I'll say. This is, we talked about it before with the previous Ishola figure. When we're looking at something like the statues versus the dolphies, right? Mm -hmm. Statu the statues are like products that, like, you know, Square Enix has worked with for a long time and that we've seen the, the price creep up and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Dolphies are kind of unique in that. They exist. Like they yeah. are a whole subculture. They're a whole subculture. They are a whole collector's thing. Like yeah. there, there is a long history of the companies that make these dolls mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. This isn't just Square Enix being like, we're making a doll that's a thousand dollars. These are companies that sell these dolls for this yeah. price point. Like, yeah. like it's not it's not out of yeah. line for the cost investment of these dolls. Yeah, Square Enix isn't um, even gonna make it. No, this is like this so, is like the iPhone of dolls or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they they are high end collector <laughs> yeah. resin customizable dolls. Um, mm. And for people who aren't a part of that like subculture or haven't come in contact with that, they're very confusing. Yeah, they're, but, they're, right. They're how much for what? <laughs> yeah. But, like, they, they do already exist. So, I mean, it's cool to see the collaborations and things. Um, they're not an item that I think the vast majority of people are going to get that aren't a part of that mm -hmm. collector community. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see them create some other options that aren't, mm -hmm. you know, just these, again, high-end, mega-expensive well, collaborations. It's, it's funny yeah. you do mention this, because I, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show. They did actually announce uh, Alphano and Alice Bring Arts figures. So if you yes, don't want a $1,000 doll, you can get the, I think it's like the 120 the $120. Yeah. They're cheaper on CD figure. Japan. Yeah, shocking, shocking that they would be cheaper from somewhere else besides Square Enix. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, those look really cool. Um, and they've, they've released... Um, Ishtola and Estinian uh, bring mm -hmm. arts already as well. So, like, I'm picking those up. My wife actually is kind of eyeing the Dolphies. I'm like, oh, no. Okay. There you go. Go for That's it. what you want. She, she made the big bucks. You win. Yeah. yeah, you know what? <laughs> she is a sugar mommy. You get it. $80.35 <laughs> for Alphano on CD Japan. Yeah, there that's a bargain. Um, bargain. I, it's, I mean, it's what, it's what, two thirds, two thirds the price, though? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not insignificant. Um, so yeah, we were talking a little bit earlier. They had the uh, the dioramas at FanFest, so they have like a Lego mm -hmm. uh, Crystarium, uh, and then they have models. Mm. Uh, there's a model of Old Dot, and then there's like a miniature one um, for Limsa. I think Limsa was at the Sky Tree event. I don't remember when Old Dot popped up, but I think Crystarium was a TGS thing. It's been around for a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. They also had uh, some really cool uh, plates on display. Um, originally, uh, these were going to be sold, uh, but because of the earthquake, um, I think production got hosed up and they're not doing them mm -hmm. anymore, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but they also had uh, some events. They had a thing where you could roll a giant dice, uh, and if you 
landed on 20, you would actually win dice from the TTRPG, mm -hmm. uh, which is really cool. People could actually Which is trial. also cheaper on CG Japan. Yeah. <laughs> They also had people get uh, to play the tabletop RPG. Play the, actually, got play to play the TTRPG. Yeah, I was trying. Mm -hmm. We were trying to get some, some photos of stuff, but it didn't quite work out in the end. I have um, a few. Don't worry. Okay. I mean, I, there's other people there um, that oh, went, yeah. and I'm there's sure took pictures. Took so I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure the info is is out there. Mm -hmm. um, there was uh, a company there that announced a Final Fantasy XIV branded PC that has Heidelin uh, yeah. on the on the glass and Zodiac on the other side. Um, obviously, high little a... on the glass, zodiac on the ass. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would, I would just say that if you saw that and you were like, "Oh, I really love that PC case." Not that you know we can always endorse non-Square Enix, you know, products, but go buy a sticker on, on Etsy. Just go buy a decal of them on yeah. Etsy yeah. and slap them on your computer because I don't even think the specs of the PC were that no, powerful. No. They, so. they weren't amazing and they were yeah. uh, there's a there's a square enix tax attached to them for mm -hmm. the for the brand so you would definitely pay more if you know if you're somebody that like builds pcs that's you're not saving any money you're you're mm -hmm. spending a little bit more um just like you're spending more if you support. buy stuff from square enix directly <laughs> um, support your uh your fellow community members by buying a five dollar decal from them <laughs> Yeah, find find a, a a boring ass case with just a, a full clear side panel and go buy a sticker on mm -hmm. Etsy for five bucks. Um, but it has but it has custom Final Fantasy fourteen wallpaper. Oh. <laughs> I love that there was Bring a bit yourself. on the site that's like if something happens and you delete your wallpaper, please contact support and we will issue you a replacement. It's like okay, it'll be on the internet day two. Yeah, right. Don't like worry. it's just so stupid. <laughs> That's not a I purchase. I could just go Come download on. any piece of art yeah. from Final Fantasy XIV and set it as my background. I literally did that for Pandemonium. You're one of those right clickers <laughs> for images. Oh, no. Uh... Um, but yeah, Phoenix so we... is stuck in uh, fucking fungible image land. So they forgot that you <laughs> they could are, just go get yeah. them. You're right. Yeah. The, I will fund your image. AI. What could go wrong? Um... <laughs> So yeah, um, we, we yeah. talked uh, talked to the the people that went a little bit. Um, kind of the vibe that I got was that there was a lot of people. The narrow walkways of the venue weren't great for a lot of people moving around because typically, mm. like this is so this took place at the Tokyo Dome, right? Max capacity yeah. is like fifty five thousand. We don't know how much of that Square Enix filled, um, but it's it's a baseball stadium. It's used for concerts and stuff like that, but it's usually not made for things where you're walking around and going, you know, moving around Expos the halls and, and stuff. Such, yeah. um, venue lockers were closed because of security concerns, um, which means that the people that went had all their camera gear and stuff, which means they were getting bumped into all the time. Mm. Um, so it's... Uh, yeah, But everything rough. else was better than every other fan fest. Just uh, want to say that. Well, well we're, we're getting there. Um, yeah. I want a, a special shout out to Japan. Uh -huh. Uh, venue staff were required to wear the masks. The whole country? And damn oh, sure. near 70% of attendees were wearing masks, which is great. Sure. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Love to see that after people got COVID from the last two fan fests. Mm -hmm. um, uh, let's see, where was I? Um, it was kind of overheard a few times uh, hearing that uh, people were like, so are like, you coming for the full day tomorrow or like just a couple hours? Like there wasn't a lot to hold people's attention, it sounded like. Sure. Um, which is, you know, that's, that's, that's a thing. I mean, that's what we Part had with, with, with NA. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I mean, I think the the idea, right? Now that we've seen all these events, oh, oh, and you'll you'll love this one, right? Remember, remember, remember the battle challenge. Everyone's like, well, obviously yeah, we'll get a shirt for doing the battle challenge, right? No shirt, no shirt in London. Japan gets stickers. They did get yeah. I defeated stickers. They also they also yeah. had Taito Crane Games, and they had a, 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 a they had a, a, a tin badge collection thing as well. Yeah, you know what we got we got a poster, and a, our choice of one sticker, <laughs> and COVID and free COVID. Yeah, well, and free COVID. EU had much better takeaways mm-hmm. um, as well. You know, with like the, the little crafting kits where you, you can had a lot of stuff. They, to had, do. Yeah, you're they, right. did. they had the gold saucer counter where you could win a variety of different prizes. They had um, a, a lot more stuff. Um, and yeah, I honestly think it kind of sounds like, although, you know, I'm not, I'm not totally sure with JP because JP did. They also had that like interactive digital floor panel yep. thing. They had the um, standy photo ops. Mm-hmm. They had the one that I really love was that they did those tabletop sessions. Yes. Um, yeah. I That's would really love cool. those. Like, that's so cool. Um, but EU overall, I mean, there was just such a big variety of stuff to do. And the mini games were actually really fun. And all the photo ops as well, they weren't just like cardboard cutouts, they were full on statues. Like, mm-hmm. when you went into Gridania, for the little Moogle vignette, it was all real. It was all like real props. And they had like life-size Moogle figurines and all these cute little stumps and baskets mm. of food and like all the plants and stuff. And when you went to the Chocobo stable, it was a life-size Chocobo with a little baby Chocobo and the, the actual stable. That's like, statue, yeah, they, they've had there. that statue since I think ARR. That's an old statue yeah. that they keep in but the like, office. Yeah, I love that they repurposed it to mm-hmm. make it like... A, a cool, memorable kind of thing. Like, even if it's been around for a while, um, the way they worked it into, like, the whole event and stuff was really nice. And, yeah, I felt like um, there was just a really good flow to the EU FanFest. Mm-hmm. Um, all the FanFests coming out of them, I think we talked about this with the NA one, but I really think it is on Square to think more about how they can make these events more dynamically interactive for attendees. Mm-hmm. Um, and also acknowledge that, like, there's a lot of adults attending the event, mm-hmm. right? Um, and like create more experiences or things that you could do or sign up for. We've mentioned like, why don't they have an Eorzea cafe on location? I mean, even if they had something like a, like they partnered they had, with they a- They had some of that in Japan. Well, I know. Well, but they have Eorzea cafe. But they're also in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, Does it hurt even any if less? They, they did something yeah. at night that was like a Final Fantasy fourteen cocktail hour at like, mm-hmm. a, you know- just like something that failed um, really, really bad the first year they did it in a. Did uh, it? Did they yeah, do it? it was, they did. It was bad. Oh, they, that's unfortunate. Yeah, they they opened yeah. up the pool area for for fourteen. They also had uh, uh was it FanFest two thousand eight? I think had an open bar. Oh. <laughs> Maybe what, like eleven FanFest. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. 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 Even if they, well, those are really they, different. Yeah, those are very different. Like, even if they just, you know, partnered, I don't know, with like a, a bar in the area or something and had like, not that I want more limited sign up things yeah, in the sure. sign up things because it seems like they've handled them poorly. But like, if there was more of a curated experience and, you know, you could sign up or, you know, like make a reservation or stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think there are ways they could continue to you know, open up or even have panels or like a variety of other activities alongside the main stage stuff just to yeah. kind of keep people engaged or mm. I don't know. 
Yeah, I think that the, yeah. the kind of vibe that I, I get, like now that we're we're done with FanFest, right, for the for the, the lead up to Dawn Trail, I think it was a scaling issue. They mm. were inviting more people than they ever had, but they weren't able to maintain the quality. I mean, anybody that went to NA FanFest knows that it was an yeah. absolute shit show. Sorry, Square Enix, North American people, I love you, but that was the worst event I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then EU sounds like, I think, out of these three, EU is like the winner here. Um, which is which is great um, that there was an event that wasn't NA FanFest. Um, so, yeah, I think they, they need to figure out if they're going to continue at this scale or even bigger because, like, they just announced 30 million registered players, right? Yeah. Like, we're, we're not getting fewer people that are going to want to go to no. these things. So they need to figure out what to do. I don't... It's, it's, it's rough because, again, right, and we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about the statues earlier, We've seen Square Enix be better, which is why when things happen that go south a little bit here, like that's why it hurts, because we mm-hmm. know they can be better. We've seen them be better. So I don't know if it was just the break for the event people like with COVID and stuff. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. we got to kind of stretch our legs and get back into this or, or what happened venue staff or whatever. But like these events were a little rough and I think they need to, they need to figure out how to do these. I don't know if, if the, the answer, you know, people are like, well, they could do two fan fests in North America. Well, great. Then you spread the information even thinner. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah. Yeah. JP had sufficient seating. I would hope so in a baseball yeah. stadium mm. with a 55,000 yeah, person comfy. capacity. I liked, uh, uh, I liked the comment Rook you made about uh, these events. They need to realize are for adults just makes me think of let's stand in line for 20 minutes to play magnet fishing (laughs) look yes there was a point at the at the na fan fest where i was me and my wife who had a cane right so she can't stand in lines for long Mm -hmm. and we're like okay let's start doing stuff and we just kind of jumped into the first line and then we were looking i'm like looking at my watch seeing where we were in line i'm like it's gonna take us an hour and a half to get up there to throw bean bags into a bucket yep I'm good. Like you it know, wasn't I, into a bucket; it was at a wall. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a bucket and a wall. <laughs> like, it, you know, the idea that like I, I I came down from posting the keynote from like the area they have for press, and I came down because I had scheduled the battle challenge, which was a little shaky. But we got mm-hmm. there, and I'm like, cool. Where's the battle challenge line? They're like, it's over there. But it's also the merch line, and I immediately just said, I'm not doing this shit again. Like yeah. the 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 second fan fest, the the fan fest with the first lore book, I stood in the merch line. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like eight hours, the entirety of the first day. I'm not doing that shit oh again. My God. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. A lot of people, I'm not yeah. doing so you guys, it again. Uh, you guys this know is, I have a weird is... sleep schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I woke up real, 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 real early uh, the morning before the last day of FanFest at the Paris. Uh, they had 10 lore books left, was, was the rumor. So I sat in the line that had already formed <laughs> to yeah. get those lore books all night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, I got so... one. So when we talk about how we're disappointed in things that Square Enix has done recently, it's because we've gone through all this other stuff. We know mm-hmm. how bad it's been before, but we've also known how good it's been. So when we see it tank like this, it sucks because we know they could do better. Um, yeah. The, having been to both NA and EU FanFest, mm-hmm. um, 
like, and again, this isn't to invalidate anyone who was like, I went to NA and I had an amazing time. Like, I am so there, happy for you. No, <laughs> yes. that's, and, and there, there were wonderful parts of it. I mean, like, there are wonderful parts of the community, right? There are wonderful parts mm -hmm. of being together. There are wonderful parts of the excitement and energy of the The event. best part is always just seeing your Yes. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. like... I will say, having been to both, I, I was even more shocked by just how miserable I had been during NA because mm -hmm. I, I tend, I'm the kind of person that when I go to things like that, I am buoyed by the energy. I am mm -hmm. like, I am the first person to be like the most excited and the most, you know, just like, just so taken by it all. And um, NA FanFest was really, really, really rough. And then when I went to EU, it was, I, I feel so bad because again, I, I know a lot of the team are wonderful people. I don't know what happened. Scaling issue, maybe fusion for, for sure. Maybe that was mostly it because it was kind of embarrassing. Like when I was looking mm -hmm. at, I was thinking about what we had to do and stuff like that and the sheer, the issues and the mismanagement and all that kind of thing. I was like, kind of embarrassing that that happened in NA and like for, for such, for a game that we love and, you know, um, for something that like so many people, myself included, had like dreamed of going to for mm -hmm. years. Like it was my very first one, and like there were a lot of really good things that you know still came from it. And again, I was so touched by the experience, but the actual like event itself. I mean, yeah. Then, like I was saying, I, I I think they do need to realize that there are a lot of adults in their player base, and. Um, for the ticket prices and other things too, like there are other examples in the space, BlizzCon, Absolutely. Um, and you know, other things out there, other conventions and stuff mm -hmm. that I think can give them a good template. And I hope that for future ones, as the game continues to expand, they realize that like they need to have a more robust supplementary staff for a lot of this that mm -hmm. is experienced in it. Because I do think the community team gets overworked to death with these yes. events. And it's, and it's not just the community team. I mean, that's, that's part of the thing. I mean, we've, we've talked this a little bit before too, but like Square Enix has an issue, whether it's with merchandise or events where they don't like to outsource stuff. So you'll have GMs in charge of ADA seating. What do they know about ADA? Yeah. What do they know about seating? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like their experiences we've done this go at in the chair. last fan fest. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it's, it's rough. And so like the idea that like, just use, you know, another event as a template. Yeah. <laughs> like do BlizzCon. Literally <laughs> you're already located like a couple miles from the Anaheim yep. convention center in El you Segundo. Are. Find out if, I mean, they, they might all be in-house at Blizzard at this point since BlizzCon mm -hmm. is such a big thing. But, like, find out if they use any third parties because third parties in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sure there are good people in Vegas. The people that they hire to work those conventions are not included in those like there's always an issue i remember i think it was the second fan fest in vegas walking in to get in for the morning and i walked by these staff and i just hear all oh, these fucking kids are a pain in the ass like dude we can hear you like they showed up late <laughs> for training and stuff like they're never good staff and you you do hear some stories right they're you know like the this this past year in na people were lining up for the merch line and getting sorted. And the guy's like, all right, I got this everybody. But then like something else happens and there's like two other lines that show up and the mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, I tried, I'm sorry. Like it's, it's just, it's a mess. I mean, the fact that mm -hmm. there was some, something to happen in one of these lines at NA fan fest where like somebody called the cops, like what, the, what is going on? Mm -hmm. 
like and it and it hurts so much more because I've been going to these events since they were doing them for eleven. Yeah. And so with fourteen, the issue like they the, the first fourteen fan fest, you could get like a kind of a VIP ticket or yeah. whatever. And I think I was included in that because of media or whatever. But the first thing I did was go to the merch booth. I remember specifically everyone was like, You have the whole weekend to go to the merch booth. I'm like, I'm just gonna get it done now. But then for the rest of that time, Merch yeah. was around the entire ballroom. Impossible. We were. It was yeah. one ballroom yeah. for for what was it? 2014, yeah. I believe. Is that long well, ago? Gosh. Again, it's one of those things where mm-hmm. they need to they they need to get people that have a better understanding of convention stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If you can't have everything directed to one fixed place, you need to have like multiple merch stands. Mm-hmm. You need to have a, a flow for the floor. You need to have things that are leading people to circulate. You need to have enough areas for rest. I mean, it's interesting because now we're kind of looking back, right, at all three fan fests. So we've kind mm-hmm. of transitioned out of just the JP fan fest talk yeah. into the overall summary because all three are done. And yeah. um, I mean, JP, uh, it was interesting to me hearing that there had been some feedback like from the event and from the Gamerscape article and people on site that had said, you know, oh, there's a lot of really wonderful things about this, but also there were these other maybe perhaps slight issues or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, or there could have been more to do um, because uh, a lot of what I had just seen online seemed very positive. Right. EU FanFest was a great experience. And NA, of course, there was a lot of, as we've talked about, deserved critique of how it was handled, um, as well as perhaps some of the stingiest reward or like, mm. you know, takeaways yeah. that you could you could have from it. Um, but uh, it's interesting. These three, I, I can't help but wonder if, yes, coming back from the pandemic played a role in it. If, mm-hmm. yes, the scaling and everything of the event is something that they're going to have to redefine as the game only continues to get bigger. 30 million players. And I mean, it's a wonderful game. Of course, of course, more and more people are going to hear about it and hear about what it does so well and get into it. Um, but yeah, they do need to look at this moving forward for sure. Um, and I'm just, I'm just so curious about what the next ones will be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, because I really hope they yeah. learn from these. Yes, I hope they learn. And I also feel like, as I think about JP FanFest, and we talked about this earlier, I am excited about Dawn Trail. I am. I love the yeah. community. I love the game. Um, there's a lot of good stuff that even though like we're not seeing it as like a big bang upfront huge mm-hmm. feature thing, like the graphics updates, all these other things, I know they're going to give so much more to the game that we need and push us forward into the next 10 years. And there are things that I'm really excited about. These three fan fests felt a little lackluster to me, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just because Dawn Trail is in a sort of weird place where it's in between and we're getting a lot of quality of life things that we can't even see up front. And, you know, there's some other things there. Um, but it almost feels like the next fan fests are going to be more interesting because mm-hmm. JP really didn't have anything. As I thought about it, I was like, there wasn't a single new feature that was announced that was unique to just dawn trail right mm-hmm. like aside from the job th- yeah it's funny well yeah but the jobs are yeah, something absolutely. we get with every expansion um all the content that we're getting the lifestyle content the exploration mm-hmm. zone content patterned after the, yeah the variant dungeons those were uh, uh, the new features in mm-hmm. previous expansions so they're just building on now. that you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so like again we didn't get any brand new features mm-hmm. The range of the experiences at the fan fests were 
you know, everything from excellent to, um, you know, really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad saying it. Um, And even though I am really excited about Dawn Trail, it kind of felt like this was sort of a weird holding pattern year, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, Which isn't necessarily a terrible thing. And the expansion might be wonderful. And I I feel like I'm going to, no matter what, I'm going to have a ton of fun in it. And I'm going to love a lot of the places we get to go. And I'm going to love experiencing it with everybody. And I'm in it for the ride. But um, yeah, it was kind of a weird set of fan fests, I feel like. Yeah. And to me, it's going to do that. We're going to have that. Oh, is that what you've been working on this whole time? I've been trying to figure out what you've been working on this whole time. But uh, her audio like, listener Zen's been working on a project this whole time. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But uh, like they didn't they didn't sufficiently hype me. Six five five. I don't think that it's possible to hype because we know it's uh, there's gonna <sighs> there's, be there's stuff. It's gonna be it, like you would say it would, it's gonna be one of the patches of all time. Yep. Um, and yep. You know, we'll we'll log in on Tuesday, and a few hours later it'll be done. <laughs> yeah. It'll it'll be gone. Like that. That's it. <laughs> Maybe they'll surprise us, but right now it feels like we know why we're going there, but we can't go yet. No, no, no. You can't go yet. Nope. We know who's going to be there, and we'll get to talk to her, and that's great. But I am not hyped for this in any way, shape, or form. Like, what else we got? Manderville? Okay. Manderville weapons? All right, Asura? I'm so okay. over Manderville, you guys. That's it. Okay, cool. What, what, are we gonna do to, what are we going to do to upgrade our, our weapon this stage? Sure, it'll be something super ex- Oh. Toast to rocks. Oh, well, sh- I am yeah. excited for the story, and I'm super excited to meet Wuklama and to sure. see her Femme Hrothgar yeah. model in-game. Sure. But I agree with you in that, like, the other stuff that's coming, it's just kind of like, eh. Especially because yeah. we know that the next step is supposed to just be tombstones again, right? Like, yeah. It's yeah. not going to Maybe they'll surprise us. Yeah, maybe. But I just, oh, man. I, mean, I remember. Not, but maybe. Remember when we first heard it was going to be Hildebrand, where we got the weapons and people were like, Oh my god, I hope they're not joke weapons. You remember that? Yeah. 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 I just it just hit me again. I was like, yeah, that's right. I forgot about choices, that. Choices were made with uh yeah. with with 6.x. And it's it's I, I it's just it's all compounded from from multiple mm-hmm. things. It's not just like, oh, you know, the game's not for me. It's just, you know, it's a little bit of burnout between the expansions. Yeah, but then like also like FanFest wasn't yeah. great at all. Like, which, you know, going back to you know talking about merch merch was like a thing like through the three years prior to this fan fest like i saw it Mm -hmm. evolve right they learned from each one and then finally like 2019 they nailed it it was so Mm -hmm. good and then i came down the stairs last year and i'm like where's the merch line and they're like it's also the battle challenge line and it's just like how how did you you got it so right last time how did it go so wrong um and that that sums up the entirety of any fan fest. It was very, very disappointing because like sure. that that improvement was amazing, and to see yeah. it just like and and backslide disappear. And the weather too. Uh, I, I know I somebody on Twitter I, I commented about the heat, and I'm like, why would they do this in Vegas in July? They're like, well, they didn't know it'd be a heat wave. I'm like, yeah, but they would know Vegas in July. They would know Vegas in July is the hottest month. Like, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to like. <laughs> Okay, you so Square Enix for the next FanFest, hire a rocket scientist and then handle people that know how to yeah. <laughs> take care of better. Um, it, like, it's just... Oh, there man. was a point brought up about 6.55 that I had forgotten, which is that mm. we will get the culmination of the Tataru quest line. So sure. there yeah. will be that extra story content. And that's been very cute. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I wonder if I we'll mean, get a new costume with that. A new... Uh, 
Maybe. Oh, I hope so. Would have been a great place to get that Mock Station one. Can I just, okay, so can I just say this? I'm way late because I just finished 6.5. Right. I just finished it. With the holidays, with me going to EU Fan Fest, everything mm-hmm. else. You've been busy. I just, yeah, I had not had time to do it. So I literally just finished it. Um, and I just want to say, this has nothing necessarily to yeah. do. Maybe it has a little something to do with our discussion about Mog Station and other things. Mm-hmm. My disappointment is immeasurable that the new dungeon didn't have a unique gear set. Yep. I, what, Absolutely. I, uh, what? <clears throat> Soon we're going to have two die channels, which I am so pumped about with Dawn Trail. Mm-hmm. That's probably the... <laughs> it kind of sounds sad, but that's the thing I'm most excited about in Dawn Trail. Look, I, I, think, I think there is the benefit there to Square that you are at least excited about something. Yeah. Well, I you're, mean, and I'm you're not alone, though. You are yeah. very not alone. No, I'm not. not it's like, I'm very excited about the new story and everything, too. But like, I like the two die channels is the really big thing that I'm excited about with Dawn Trail. But the thing is, is that very soon, these recolors of sets are going to be more irrelevant than ever. Yep. Um, and I really hope, especially because they have cut down their dungeon content and, and stuff like that. And we've gotten variant dungeons, so we've mm-hmm. gotten something in exchange. And those yeah. have wonderful gear sets and things that you can acquire with them. Um, but I really hope that they start moving towards more custom sets that are unique sets mm-hmm. in the dungeons. Um, because as, you know, as we've talked and we've discussed, you know, stuff like this and these patterns kind of come up and, you know, are we excited about the new content? Do we think we'll get new gear? Stuff like that. Um, I do think that's something that I've been feeling a little bit that I'd like for them to also look at some of their rewards in game and like how they're Mm -hmm. pacing those. I'm curious to see if Tataru's quest will have a new unique set with it. And I I hope so, because like other little jaunts and the time that we've put into it, um, you want to get that kind of return in addition to the story. So we'll have to see, but it would be nice to get, yeah, some more cosmetics and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, because, yeah, we didn't get those in the last yeah. match. Well, you I mean, how... we got, you know, some, but. Yeah, you know how you fix people going, I don't want more cyberpunk gear. Well, all the dungeons are different themes. Just give us dungeon gear that looks different, and then we can pick which I one am, we like. Mm-hmm. I am excited it. about the dungeons. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's probably one of my favorite things from just a release uh, expansion. We always get such cool dungeons and like the new gear that comes out with those is great and getting the storyline from them. And mm-hmm. I just love particularly that set of dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final Fantasy 14 is video game. <laughs> it's video game. It's no, video I game. mean, look, I am excited for Dawn Trail. This game has given me some of the most memorable moments I've ever had in an MMORPG. And mm. The story over the years has been one that really knocks almost any all and all other narratives in an MMO, let alone sometimes even in single player Mm -hmm. games out of the park. So even with a lot of the feedback, a lot of the discussion that we've had, you know, following Endwalker, different feelings across the full spectrum about it, um, there is always so much good that comes out of this game as well. And we are at a crossroads right now for Square Enix. And I think that's where a lot of these discussions have been happening. Yeah, Zen. Can we just briefly talk about uh, that the MSQ scenario writers will be different? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. I'm actually excited about this. Like, Ishikawa yeah. did a good yes. job. She needs a freaking break. Yeah. Are and they, other people. Do we know if they're the same people chance. that did 6.x? Uh, they're even Verlet. One of them is Verlet. One of them is Verlet, and I think I saw the, the Pixie tribe quest. Yeah. But yes. I don't know. Yep. But do we know who did 6.x? I don't. Okay. Mm mm. 
I'm I sure. think the Six Point no. X team was a set of newer writers. I yes, I think they point. were a set of newer writers for Six Point X. Six Point O was was Ishikawa Oda, and then Six Point X were new people. I don't. I, I remember them telling us what they did before, but I don't remember it anymore. That's fine. And now Don Trail is another set. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I'm I'm excited to see another set of writers. Like, yeah. there are things that some people didn't like about what I- Ishikawa did. Now there's a chance for them to be satisfied by a new set of writers. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be good. And, yeah, and yeah. for everybody who's like, what? You're getting rid of Ishikawa? Like, calm down. She's still there. She's still she's there. She's going she's to yeah. write other things. Yeah. She, needs, she needs a break. And these yeah. other people need a chance. So let's, yeah. let's give them a chance. Let's crush mm-hmm. your fingers. You can crush your fingers with an X-Acto knife in your fingers. Crush your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for it. I, I think it's going to be great. I can't wait to see what new people have to have to uh, contribute yeah. to the story because like while yes again we all love ishikawa getting mm-hmm. getting different perspectives and having the story go different places is gonna be a good time so like that's why family fantasy is good in the first place yeah. yeah i mean i mean look yeah. it's like it's like i always say right like they need to try new things right and that includes try- giving people opportunities sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't um i think ishikawa is okay i didn't like 6.0 Five five point mm-hmm. like Shadowbringers was cool. The uh, so patches were a little stagnant, mm-hmm. but like five point three knocked it out of the park. Six point X wasn't my jam, so now we'll get some other people in there. I like Sor- mm-hmm. Sorrow Overlet. I thought that was really cool. So we'll see what happens. I yeah. I feel like uh, I'm gonna be flip flopped from my Ishikawa likes and dislikes with the Whirlet people because at first I did not like the Whirlet storyline, but as mm-hmm. it went along, I I got into I got into it. They go to some gritty places. Yep. <laughs> Fusion, they go to some gritty places. Are you excited? They do. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Granted, the other person did Pixie Quest, but you know, to be honest, those Pixie Quests had some had some had darkness some, to some them. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Pixies so. are straight up, uh, you know, European folklore horrible pixies. So. Yeah. 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 It's all about yeah. nightmares and children yeah. being haunted. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly amazing that we found Arianje alive. Really. Friend betrayal. Yeah, true, yeah. Honestly. It's because he um, tricked yeah. him. He's too I'll smart. be excited. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of like doom saying about like Verlite was terrible and they were yeah. trying to give it a redemption wasn't. arc to a to a mass murderer. And I was like, I did not take that away from that storyline in any way, that, shape, or form. I hear that all the time. And I'm like, I like I get where you're coming from if you think it's a redemption arc, but it's not. Like yeah. if you you can go back and watch our previous episodes. But <laughs> here we viewed it as more like a cards on the table. This is what he did and he knows he can't make up for it. Mm-hmm. But people were forgiving him anyway for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah. But, like, and even more so, I think, in some of that quest, it was less about forgiving him and more mm-hmm. about people finding their own resolution with the past right. and, like, what yeah. role he had played in it. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't necessarily always mean that someone is absolved. And, like, he right. was still living in a terrible, depressing, miserable yeah. hell, having led directly to the death of many of his children so like it's like there's there's a lot there that i think again was more nuanced than i was expecting and as i always say to everybody you know play it 
before before you spend ages just like really 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 getting up in arms upset about it this is going to be terrible like play it and see and i think that's where we all are like we all have experiences where you know however we felt about endwalker however we felt about any of the expansions in the game um thus far how we felt about various types of content or our you know roles or what the game like the crossroads that we're at at 10 years um 10 plus years technically if you mm-hmm. include 1.0 like give that good feedback Give those yeah. good breakdowns, um, but also just like experience and see what's coming up and then do the same again, you know, reevaluate, look at it, give good feedback, give good thoughts, um, consider it because um, there's always a lot of good, even if there are things that you're yeah. not as enthused with. Um, and yeah, with new writers, there's some new huge possibilities. Um and hopefully, too, with a lot of the lessons that they've learned and a lot of things they're putting into place now for the future, there mm-hmm. you know, is a lot of promise for things. Um, and we just have to kind of see what Dawn Trail mm-hmm. gives us because I don't know if we have a really good sense right now of what it's going no, to give us. Not at all. But I'm, I'm so really excited. <laughs> the, yeah, the, um, we always talk about how... I'm mean, up until recently. Stormblood is the worst expansion. I still enjoyed the hell out of Stormblood. It was mm-hmm. so fun. Ah, the expansion drops are always stellar. Always. It was the best as far as combat, and I'll go to the grave saying that. <laughs> I do not disagree yeah, with you. I agree. I, they, we were a balanced as hell. Yeah, that's the most fun a job, jobs have been, I think. And Shadowbringers, and now I don't want to say it. Unless you think that, you know, we're all just super positive about this. This last fan fest left me, seriously, with negative hype. I know the story is going to be good. I know it will. So I'm not even worried about that. That doesn't even go into my calculations. They can show me nothing. I'm going to play it. I just need to see Mediator. I need to see combat. Because for me, that's what you do in an MMO. I don't, you can have all the MSQ. You got to kill stuff to do it. That's just the way that it is. And that's the content that really keeps me around. And it has not. It has I, literally made me quit raiding for the first time in 20 years. Yeah. I don't want to raid anymore. Like, that's crazy. That has never happened to me. Yeah. I'm, Hopefully I'm it'll change. actually a little worried about Media Tour just because there's so many things we don't sure. know. Um, Astrologian, Dragoon Reworks. Um, oh, man. They're... Their decisions to try and make the game more solo friendly. Yeah. Um which is fine, it's, it's, but yeah. this game started off as an MMO <laughs> and you're kind of taking some of that away from it and you're not really given a lot of mm-hmm. MMO content to it. Um, you know, going through all the trust we work stuff, they, yeah. they robbed some, some dungeons of their character because they sure. make it so low friendly. And, and that's fine to a point because, yeah. you know, you look at something like 11 right now, it's 21 years old. And what happens to a Final Fantasy MMO when people stop playing it? How do you preserve it? How do you mm-hmm. how make it so people can still play it? They're doing that kind of up front here with, with 14, and that's fine. But you need to put MMO content in your MMO. Yeah. <laughs> and I think um, we'll see that. Yeah. I hope Probably. we do. I hope we do. I, you know, we're getting another field exploration. That's, that's I mm-hmm. think, a good, a, a, a solid step in the right direction with that. Um so we'll just have to see what else, because everything right now, it's like it's it's more of the same. And again, that's not necessarily a bad thing because you mm-hmm. need a constant flow of of content and they need to to find their own kind of rhythm and pacing to to put that stuff out. But we'll see. Love to see. I mean, the, the, really, the hardest part at, at this point is just waiting. 
mm-hmm. because right now I log in because I have a house. I pay a sub because yeah. I have a house. I'm not really doing Do front anything. Line. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you the last time I just logged in. I'm like, I'm going to log in and do a roulette. It's been months. Do I'm a dying front line every here. day. No. Have you finished your, your think of a Bob? Yeah, think have you finished your battle pass? You have to be a little more specific. Have you finished no, your battle pass? No, because I don't care. You don't want the cool armor? Fusion, did you okay. say you would do Did you say you would do Criterion with me? Fusion. I could, <laughs> I could maybe be coerced into doing Criterion. <laughs> okay, because it's time. I finished my Omni 90 and that's up next on my docket. Okay. Well, then maybe maybe we'll, we'll give that a go. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's become it's, wiggly. There's, it's not like there's not stuff to do, and there's there's some there's a lot of people that are having fun in the game. I mean, 30 million registered accounts, right? That's not nothing. Um, yeah. I'm just not one of them right now, and it it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But I I am optimistic for Dawn Trail after these these fan fests. Um, and a large chunk of that, I'm not gonna lie, it's just pure nostalgia. They're doing an 11 based raid, mm-hmm. which. <laughs> could be, could be, could be cool, or could be like a terrible decision because they won't please anybody. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, and then, like Solution Nine is, it's it's intriguing. But you know, for me, mm-hmm. somebody that came out of Endwalker, right? Again, not to like put writers on blast or anything, but like I wasn't crazy about the story. Mm-hmm. Bird Girl was weird. Xenos has sucked since 4.0, um, and it just didn't do it for me. So then to go from that and forever 6.0, cracks me up. You went from Zeno's such a cool bad guy to fuck that guy. He was. He was yeah. so cool. And then he turned into a dragon, lost to us, killed himself, <laughs> and then came back as a hollow. He might as well have been Cardboard yeah. Sandy. Like the the entire <laughs> use of Xenos in Endwalker, they like like there's this cardboard sandy, like, all right, we're gonna put him here and he's gonna monologue for five minutes, and Alice is just gonna be like, Go away. And then he'll go away. You know, you know, I don't disagree with you. I just think yeah. the change is funny. Yeah, no, it's it's wild because he was he was my favorite villain that we've ever had in this series because he constantly defeated us, right? And then he he stuff happened. Didn't stuff happened. Away. He became super boring. He destroyed his entire town off screen, um, and he's like, "We're friends," and it's like, "No, we're not." <laughs> it was it was. Yeah. I didn't anyway. pick that option. I don't agree to fight with you. Fuck off. I oh, I, wanted, I, I told him do. to do it at every possible. <laughs> chance mm-hmm. I could, but I wish so much that I still wish an Endwalker that they had given you the chance to just walk away from him. Yeah. Like that would have yeah. been incredible. You just leave him at the end of the universe, or he like detonates himself or something because he can't. He all can't they, all they had to do. I don't know. All they had to do that would have made Endwalker so much better and Xenos better was when he takes your body, stab one of the scions with your weapon or something all that he had to do there, there was zero payoff with that whole sure. scene it started off so dark Did and creepy say that, but and then he shows up and you told us goes, to something's yeah. weird yeah, and that was it before it was real yeah. like yeah. there was some really good stuff there the the follow-up of it felt perhaps a little lackluster but we cannot Same. launch into yet another yeah. edge locker <laughs> discussion no. about no. narrative it's all almost over no, all of this to say, Dawn Trail. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. And I'm feeling good. I'm excited to see what I'm feeling yeah. good. I'm coming, I'm coming out more positive after the, the last two fan fests. And it was like, all right, summer vacation, mm-hmm. whatever. Because for me, Endwalker didn't sell at 6.0 or 6.x didn't sell it. Um, so it's like, oh, vacation, fun times. Yeah. Okay, sure. Great. I'm sure someone will like it. It just really doesn't come off as summer vacation to me. I know it's no. just personal, personal, like, yeah. it's, it's how it, I interpret it. They're but. getting away from that now. 
right like that was the initial like we can't share a whole lot of info so it's summer vacation just like end walker it's not how i ever interpreted it (laughs) you know it it, it always was like new place new adventures very explorative (laughs) yeah let's go Mm. I am well, a negative type, the whole time. but it doesn't matter because I'm not you. Mm. Whoever is okay. listening to this, I'm not you. Yeah. Like, be I excited can be or don't. Yeah. Everybody's gonna have their own take on it. So you're so gonna be I, the way that it is. I came. I came out of Tokyo. Like That's basically the point I'm trying to make. Like every, yeah. everybody's gonna have their yeah. own take here. Yeah. 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 So yeah. That we all get something amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'm still I'm still cautiously optimistic of it, but I I'm not dreading it quite as much as I was before, which is good. That's what I want. I want to like this game. So I. I am positive hype. I think they could have done some things to make me even more hype, but mm-hmm. I I am like I said, really looking forward to it and I can't wait to see what's going to come with it and to be able to all experience it and talk about it together. Um and I'm so excited to see Wuklamat in person and hug emote her on Tuesday, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Rook's entire Tuesday like it's like is it time to eat dinner? We should probably make dinner, right? Nope, sorry, still hugging. Busy. You're My good. dinner is Wuklabot. So I'm just Ooh. gonna keep Ow. Ow. big helpings and I'm gonna <laughs> What? What? I didn't do anything. You can't prove it. Who, we can who knows There's blood. Yeah, but it wasn't me. How how do you know it was me? Also, for anybody who's watching the video version of this or who later watches this, yes, Zen is working right now on <laughs> Don't tattle on me cosplay crunch hours where yep. right True. now before a major event Zen's cutting out tattoo stencils as we've had some questions for mm-hmm. her Carlac cosplay so you know really dedicated really working hard here multitasking queen <laughs> oh my god so complicated it is <laughs> <laughs> all right well I think well, I can't tell but there's almost a blister on my thumb oh no <laughs> Been, we've been slowly wrapping this up for the last half hour. Um, yeah, I think we're going to just do it. We're going to just Let's mm-hmm. do it. We're going to do it. Uh, if you want, you can find me on the internet. We updated these now. Uh, Ruffledurg on Twitter, Blue Sky, Twitch, and Ruffledurg X on YouTube. It's Anidra. We're going to need you for just a second. You can't find me anywhere. I'm very busy. Now, um, you can find me on. <laughs> The Twitax, uh, Zanidra underscore A. You can find me at Blue Sky at just Zanidra. Um, one day I might do something on Strawberry Bop, question mark, who knows? Um, but the real place that I do stuff on Twitch, besides here with my lovely friends, is a plus the word, one the numbers, shout the word. Twitch has underscores between those words and numbers. Uh, and then YouTube does not, plus one shot. We uh, play two games currently, and we have a talk show as well, uh, just mm-hmm. about D&D in general. I think our last show was about the release of the MCDM. MCDM? Yeah, MCDM playtest for their uh, playtest. Kickstarter. Because yep. they're releasing a new, a new game. Yes, a whole new tabletop system, and they made $4.6 million to do it. So... Uh... It's gonna. I think have they only a, wanted like 200k uh, or something. Something very low, like people, yeah, two to six hundred. Wow. People like uh, people like tabletop games. Yeah. They like <laughs> Who knew? Matt Colville. Yep. All right. Uh, Check it out. Here and only here, and I guess also Twitter at that. I got a blue sky. I don't use either of them, so you don't have to put them on. Uh, I kind of use the Twitter. That's the best place that you could probably find me. 
As far as Twitch, yeah, one day. I have an idea of something to do to try and re-interact with this game at some point, because I'm just not feeling it. And if I do that, I will do it on Twitch, and it'll be the first thing that I ever stream, so we'll see. But we'll see. So tell we'll us see. what it is. I'm going to die. You have to tell us. <laughs> it's a secret. I don't, have, I, I don't have a job right now is what I'll tell you. Not, not in real life. In the game. I don't have a job that okay. I want to play, so I, I gotta like, find How do you know if you lost your job, you should have said <laughs> no. something? Are you okay? <laughs> I don't have a job that I like to play because Rook is going to die over here. Yeah. But maybe one day I might I don't know, do something very stupid and try and be good at all of them. Every job it's yeah, all in you. Oh what, mega parse? I'm sorry, we don't we there's no way to track damage in this game. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean just just play content on all the other jobs. I haven't played anything but Summoner oh, really since 2.0. Interesting. I, Once upon a time you were a dragoon. Yeah, for a little bit. And so maybe the lore. Yeah, and if I do Don't you can be a dragoon because they're just gonna change that again too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. But that's it. We're all all he's sometimes. gonna fall in love with another job just for them to revamp yeah, the entire almost, thing. And that's why I haven't <laughs> committed to it because it's a lot of work, and I would want to be okay at it, and I would want to clear P12S on every single one of them, which would be fun content. I just think. don't but touch don't Dragoon or Astro for like six months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You like machinists we'll too? Yeah, I like a lot of jobs. I just didn't play them because I had a raid position and I wanted to be and good at it. Now so. you don't. Yep. The world is your oyster. It is, you can maybe. Do anything. Yep. But that's me. Also, that MCDM thing we were talking about was run by a friend of ours, Jome, and also Jarl. So if you like yeah, Jarl, talking about D&D, I know that some of you in the chat do. Looking at you, Chris. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of D&D on that channel, because that is my hobby now, now that I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. And last but certainly not least, Rook. You can find me on hey. Twitch at Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can find me on YouTube at the same. I We had a bit of a hiatus on some YouTube videos uh, the last months of the year, both due to my editor having some real life stuff that he had to deal with and also me just being incredibly busy. So that will be coming back, and that uh, 6.5 playthrough that I mentioned is going to be going up there very soon, too. Um, but you can also find me on Twitter right now at Rookery underscore. I have a blue sky at Rookery. I always say maybe at some point I'm going to fully move over there. It still hasn't happened, but considering that I woke up this morning to like five bot mess, like spam mm -hmm. messages on Twitter, there's a good chance the blue sky will really be occurring at some point. So just keep that on your radar. But uh, otherwise, that's me. If I'm not doing stuff there, here, or over on the other podcast, I do the Lightbringers podcast for Guild Wars 2. I'm probably casting, shoutcasting, or hosting a variety of events, and that's no different for this year. So keep an eye out because there's going to be a lot to come in 2024. And then if you want, you can email us at the show, 8th Rate Radio Gamerscape.com. Tweet at us at 8th Rate Radio. We are also on Blue Sky at 8th Rate Radio. And you can find us on all of those things as well as Gamerscape, Twitter, Blue Sky, Facebook, Twitch, Fa YouTube. There's so many of these things now. Mm -hmm. And Discord. I updated this thing. I'm like, there's so many icons. Um, we're on all the, we're on like almost all the stuff. So mm. that's where you can find us. Lots of, lots of places on the internet. So. That is going to do it for us this week. Uh, next week, Zen and Aldino are gone. Mm -hmm. They're leaving us. They're mm -hmm. like, we're done. We talked about fan fest. So, There's nothing more for us to do here. And I'm going to go... hibernation until dawn. Oh. Yeah. yeah, 
yeah, we're going to be at MAGFest. If anybody else is going to be at MAGFest, come find us, say hi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be dressed up as Carlac for one day and Solid. Rebecca from Cyberbunk the next day. I think, mm-hmm. Charles, you're going to do Will. Are you making Will. David? Yes, I do have David All right. Cyberbunk as well. Yep. We'll be together in matching costume. Mm-hmm. Come find us, say hi. Yeah, I'm excited for a second. You're like Rebecca, I'm like, like from Resident Evil? Like, <laughs> Cyber- oh, all right. <laughs> That's cool, too, I guess. Um, but yeah, so we'll be talking about uh, hands-on with the patch next week. And then I believe the week after that, we're going to be taking a break. So, uh, yeah, that's that's it for the next few weeks. So thank you, everybody. Again, uh, to re- I forgot to mention it. Again, there's so many things on the Internet with the platforms and the things. Uh, we do have YouTube memberships uh, opened up now. So you can, like, subscribe to us. That's, like, YouTube's version of subscribe. Um, the same thing is on Twitch. Uh, we don't really advertise it usually, but you get access to uh, a channel on the discord if you sub to us on on either platform and of course each one has like you know the emotes and all that kind of stuff too so if that's something Mm -hmm. you are into that is now an option Uh, but yeah that's gonna do it for us this week i hope everybody has their time enjoys their time with the patch hugging uh hugging the welcome Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) looks like i'm ready to go Um, and we will see you next week bye buddy